Jackpot, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 277 of Raiders Fan Radio. And we thank all of those of you that are joining us live on the YouTubes because um, we might have a little something to talk about tonight. Oh, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah, what's going yeah, what, on. But yeah, did, what, what happened, happened to Raider Nation? I, I don't, okay. well, you know, it's funny. So I uh, I put on the, on the Twitters there, as the kids call it. Okay. I put on the Twitter, I wonder what we're going to talk about on yeah. tonight's show. And, and shout out Kelly Kreiner with his response of, are you going to talk about the Southwest debacle? <laughs> uh, shout out Rossi Biddle says, are you going to talk about the Hall of Fame game? <laughs> and uh, also shout out Todd Clements, who says, oh, the weather. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So look forward to chatting with you all tonight about the Southwest debacle, <laughs> the Hall of Fame game, and the way. Everyone is yes. already asking for QB Jeff. Yeah. They uh, want him to be here. You know what? QB Jeff, I believe, is going to join us next week. Oh, so yeah. Good. So shout out good. QB Jeff. Good, shout good, out good. Uh, much respect yeah, to Domenico Oh, that's right. And just, uh, just won their Aloha, ball game. Uh, what? Aloha Bowl champions. Hey, huh? Let's go. Let's there go. go. Blue Raiders oh, if you need them. The Blue Raiders if you need them. That's right. So yeah, so QB Jeff will be here next week and to talk about this. A little bit of news that's gone on. And of course, when we're talking about Jared Stidham being named the starter for the Raiders and not about that other guy. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. All right, let's go, go ahead and, and yeah, so I'll just say this too. This is going to be fun tonight. Half of you are going to be pissed yeah. and half of you are going to love our show. And then yeah. the other half of you are going to be pissed and then the other half of you are going to love our show because whether you like us, what our opinions happen to be or what your opinions happen to be, your opinions will be different than ours. Ours will be different than yours. But then ours in here will be different than yours and yours out there will be different than yours. So it's just going to be a whole bunch of crazy discussion. <laughs> Holy cow. It's like the was, Twilight Zone. That, that, was, really yeah, that, that was That was yeah. a lot. Right? <laughs> all right. So I mentioned there, thank you to all those of you that are in the chat room and there's a ton of you yeah, uh is. in there uh cool kev is in there big bass raider you know every, no everyone's at home everyone's off today so like we're gonna I, every, who's off today who's off today uh, me and a bunch of people in the chat room <laughs> well good for you and all oh. the people in the chat room my ass is working today <laughs> right, well, thanks for holding it down i appreciate yeah. that yeah thanks jeff 
Uh, but appreciate all of those of you that have, that have gone to work today. But a lot of people are on vacation, like Cool Kev. See, Trinidad says the same thing. Oh, nice. Uh, a lot of folks in there Congrats. on vacation. So appreciate uh, you all joining us here. And then, yeah, of course, the the, the big news that dropped today. So uh, definitely going to be a hot uh, topic of discussion for us here within Raider Nation. But uh, anyways, Big Bass Raiders in there. Big Easy Nick is in there. Raider Roo. Uh, let's see. Cool Kev. Hooligan Nation is in there. Uh, let's see. HYB, that's Cousin Sonny, is in there. Mark Rivera is in there. King uh, Wrecker is in there. Ray Love is in there. Esteban joining us from beautiful Costa Rica. Oh, Let's man. go. There you go, Esteban. I love it when Esteban, when Costa Rica shows up on our stats. Like Costa Rica, <laughs> like we're, I'm, you know, not for nothing. I know we're a highly influential fan created media, you know, sure. division yeah, here are. at Rares Fan Radio. But in Costa Rica, we kind of carry some weight. We carry a little bit of weight. We're like the top three <laughs> podcast in like all the sports. Good. Let alone the Raiders. Yeah. Good. And it's because of Esteban. Thanks, Esteban. Esteban. And he must like, be one of the four people that get <laughs> podcasts in Costa Rica. No, that's not nice. Well, no, I'm just saying. No, that's not nice. There's going to be a lot of podcasts, yeah, lot of podcasts in Costa Rica. Is there? We just yeah, have don't to insult the Esteban. What are you I'm doing? I'm not right. insulting Esteban. Yeah, I love Esteban, no, man. Don't insult Costa Rica. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Much Thank respect, you, Michelle. Costa Rica. There you go. Thank you. Uncle Mosh already started an incident with the French. <laughs> the French now we got you attacking Costa Rica. I love me some Costa Rica, My gosh, Jeff. Sheesh. Next thing you know, we're going to, we're going to, yeah, anyways. All right. So you don't do this show alone. <laughs> no, but wait, but I'm not done yet. Mrs. Chronicle, the black oh hole, is in there. Oh, uh, nice. we, Herman Munster is in there. Hey, Mrs. Uh, Chronicle, you need to call yeah. one more time. One more time. Become right. the next made woman. Absolutely. Eye patches in there. Uh, some Lala Meloso is in there. I mean, we got so many good folks in the chat room and appreciate mm. you all very, very much. All right. So um, uh, this is episode number 277 of Raiders Fan Radio. And you, if you are not watching us on the YouTubes live, uh, maybe you're listening to us on an audio podcast uh, and you can find us on any audio podcast service just by searching Raiders Fan Radio. And we are supported by the good friends of ours at Fansided and also just Blog Baby. We thank you very much for all the advertising opportunities they give us and uh, everything you do to support Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, so definitely check those out, uh, those those two websites out, Just Blog Baby and Fansided. And then, yeah, check us out if you don't on the audio version of the podcast. And again, thanks to all the, the, the video viewers at YouTube.com uh, slash Raiders Fan Radio. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and turn it over to the to the man that adorns the western annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk. He is my best friend and yours. And dang it, I always forget to bring your my new soundbite up. Here we go. My best friend and yours. Silent and profiling. Swag Jeff. Hey, what up, Swaggo? Let's go, man. It's good to be here. Lots to talk about. A lot to talk about, man. There's we are, we, you know, about. we had a lot to talk about when, when the, uh, when the episode started or before the day started. Yeah. You know, we had yeah, a lot yeah, to talk yeah. about about that crappy Steelers game that we watched and all that. And then, oh yeah, the news broke today. Oh so my gosh, it, may, it might be one of those three-hour shows. A three-hour show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, but good to be here, man. Well, and good to have you, Jeff. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And we don't do this show Heck alone. Heck no. We don't do this show alone. Absolutely. So, so to my right, the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Murph fan, Murph's Fan Cave Desk, my best friend and yours and theirs, Michelle <laughs> Sway. Hey, Michelle. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I just want to bring everyone in for a group hug and maybe no some kidding. of y'all a punch in the face because <laughs> I know... <laughs> Hey, Some but, but being Swag Jeff, we, I, we got we to acknowledge the jersey. Oh, let's go. I was with what you at Raider that? Image. Oh, that's cool. That got is, the Chuck Woodson jersey that there. That is money. Yeah, it's money. So nice. So, so good. Nice. So good. Good 
stuff. Good stuff. I had so, to wear something that made me happy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. It's been a little bit of a week, huh? <laughs> it's been, it's a, been week. a little bit of a week in Raider Nation, Michelle. Um, yeah, yeah no, it's been a lot. But, so we're going to look forward to checking yes. with the Michelle. Do you have a for whom Michelle tolls? I, I do. Okay, I do. good yeah. deal. Well, before we turn over to Michelle for the for whom Michelle tolls, let's check back in with uh, with my best friend over here to my right and check in with Swag Jeff as he tells us the significance of our episode number tonight, uh, which is 277. Absolutely. So yeah, so each and every week I take a significant moment within Raider Nation related back to the episode number. So two. 77. I got a, I got a couple for you. So uh, so we're gonna go back to it's a, it's a career stat. We like a career stat around here. We're we're gonna be talking about one of the guys that that uh, that was the guy under center. Pre- the guy behind the guy. But the guy behind the guy. The guy, the guy <laughs> right before Derek Carr was drafted. So so Derek oh. Carr has been our starting quarterback for the last nine seasons. But before that, we had some guys in the in the quarterback room. You know what I mean? Uh, Terrell Pryor being one, absolutely, and another guy, uh, another guy that we saw, Matt McGloin. Matt McGloin, Matt was in McGloin. There. Yeah. So, so his career stats as a Raider. So he had two hundred and seventy-seven passing attempts uh, in twenty thirteen. Oh. Uh, uh, no, career, career, stat. For career, career. Stat. yeah, absolutely. There you go. So Matt McGloin, if you need him, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, so but the, we don't need him. But more importantly. <laughs> But more, maybe we do. I don't but know. But more importantly, <laughs> uh, Michelle dropped 277 F-bombs on Christmas Eve. Oh, that yeah. is accurate. Yeah, that absolutely. And the fir- in the first half, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, alone. and she only had six going into the last drive. Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, oh, exactly. Oh, my God. That's because that it was drive. one long F-bomb. Like, you can only count it as <laughs> oh, one. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, if you count the amount of U's in there, then yeah, then it was, it yeah. was, it was, yeah. there was 270. 277 oh! letters in yeah. her F word. It was, it was, it's true. It's true. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, speaking of, uh, so thank you for that, uh, yes, uh, Jeff. You're welcome. And, and, and speaking of Michelle spewing F bombs, Michelle, Listen, you have your own segment. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, so Michelle has her segment around here. We, we, we call it For Whom Michelle Told. But wait, I got to find your music, though, because, you know, okay. I'm, I'm so bad at finding the stuff because I don't I got it all on the thing here and it's new. And so uh, set me up here, Swago. Uh, yeah. So so each and every week. So I take a significant uh, moment within Raider Nation related back to the episode number. But but Michelle Sweat takes something that uh, that is on her mind. And it is For Whom Michelle Tolls. Okay. So when I first started thinking about what this was going to be, it was a little different. So I don't know if this is a rant or a cry for help. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly which one this is going to be. But so I want to call out the Raiders as a whole for killing my my spirit and my love for football. Like that game on Sunday I literally, after that game, I sat in silence for, I don't know how long, for one, and then I went and hid anything Raiders-related from my Facebook feed and my Twitter feed because I was so, like, dejected. Is that a word? Yeah. Okay, I was absolutely that. Like, I I was so done with football. I thought, oh, my God, what what the are we doing? So that was my first rant, but now we're going to transition because then on my way here, I realized that Derek Carr had been benched and I saw a bunch of people like celebrating, which is, I get like being excited about something that's new. It's different. Like maybe this, we've been all talking about needing a change, but man, some of y'all 
go for the jugular and that is so shitty like to this is a man's livelihood like he's given nine freaking years to this team Come on. and it's not even okay so we know his ceiling is what his ceiling is but all of these coaches kept this guy and he gave his best that he could maybe it wasn't good enough wasn't good enough for a lot of games but he gave the best that he could and some of y'all are so celebratory over this like damn give this guy some credit give him a little bit of credit for the and loyalty that he Let's go. did he gave to this team like he gave everything and with all this rotation of like coaches coming in and out with their heads up their asses like not knowing what they were doing he's just trying to do the best that he could whether it was good enough or not i mean it is what it is but damn give him some credit for hanging in there for nine freaking years, I would have checked out a long time ago with the way Raider Nation has treated him and the way that the organization, like, damn, shit, period. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Michelle. Absolutely. You know what? I could not agree more. And we're going to get into this plenty. And, but you will, uh, Cousin Sonny echoes a lot of that sentiment. But I'll say this, man, like as much as, as a lot of us are, as, as Michelle just said right there, we are looking forward to change and we are looking forward to the potential for change. Derek Carr's loyalty, if you question Man. that and, and, if, and if you in any way chase after him and, and in terms of like attacking that loyalty that he had, for, then I got no time for you. They're like, that doesn't make any Period. sense at all. Because like, I mean, no one is more ride or die for the Raiders aside from Mark Davis, maybe right. that yeah. exists on the planet than probably right. Derek Carr. Right. And like, and, and so if you question that, and if, and if that's not part of your criticism, at least acknowledging that, yeah. then we just got to dismiss what you have to say. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'll go as far to say is I don't know if there's ever been a player in the NFL that has been more loyal and, ride or die for that team than any player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I haven't heard many people that have said I'm either going to be a raider or I'm going to be a golfer or yeah. I'm going to be, you know, a pastor or I'm going to be something. I this is the one team that I will root for for my entire life. It's the Raiders or it's nothing. And you know, I mean, I don't know any other player that's done that. So, Mm-mm. you know, so you got to give the guy respect. Yeah. And, and you just don't hear that in the NFL. Absolutely. Because it ain't show friends, it's show business. That's and we right. learned that from our buddy Will and and, 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 and hanging out with Will and, and, and talking to him. And that's not a name drop. Frank Sinatra told me don't do that. <laughs> but like, but the, but the point is, though, is that Will was very much like, you know, he approaches the Raiders. And this was when he was like in between playing for the That's Raiders. Right. This is in between, like, because we first met Will, he was he was a current Raider, and then we hung out with him in between his stints with the Raiders. And when you listen to him talk about the Raiders, mm. he talks about his time with the Raiders, yes, affectionately, and yes, the guys in the locker room and buddy buddy and all that. But it was his job. Right. That's his job is to be a linebacker in the NFL. It's Derek Carr's job to be a quarterback in the NFL. But Derek approaches his job with a different level of connection and intimacy, for lack of a better word, than I would argue most every or any other player. And so you have to, at a minimum, acknowledge and have respect for that Raider Nation. I'm just saying, like, again, then this, listen, and you're going to hear plenty of us in terms of criticism. And (laughs) if you're familiar enough with this show, you've heard plenty of, uh, if not criticism, flat out just questioning of things. So this isn't like a freaking Pollyanna bootlicker approach here. But I'm saying, but that is undeniable. That loyalty and that, it's, that's undeniable. Right. Well, and, you know, we'll get more into it uh, a lot as, as the show goes on. But, you know, it, we, we've kind of all we, we've expected this for, you know, some people have been expecting it for years. For, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially this season, you know, something felt different, something felt yeah. off. And we kind of felt, you know, maybe this is the end. But 
when we got the news today that he got benched, um, I, it was sad. It was I, I was sad. sad. You know, it's it's like one of those things where you know something's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but when it does, you're still just yeah. like, oh, I wasn't expecting that right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you know, we've been preparing our hearts for this for maybe most of the season, but. When it happened, it was just like like my heart broke a little yeah. bit, you know, because well, I, because it, I I love that guy. He's my he's my favorite quarterback, and you know, for anyone that that wears a uh, a number four jersey, which I have four or five of them in the closet, <laughs> I will don that forever. Yeah, it's one of those ones, you know, because normally normally being swag, Jeff, and I have <laughs> a billion jerseys. You know, normally when a guy leaves a team, like a current player, when they leave the team, I quit wearing them. I'm like, ah, you're not, you're not that guy. Yeah, no I'm not more. wearing Khalil not, Mack jerseys hey, anymore. One hundred percent, exactly. And I'm a big hockey fan, so I have tons of jerseys of that as well. So when those guys get traded or leave or whatever, then I just I yeah, put the them Shea in, Weber I, jersey. I put them in the back yeah, of the closet yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't wear them again. But Derek, Derek epitomized, you know, say what you want about his play on the field, but off the field and the way he carried himself, he carried himself mm-hmm. like a Raider. Yeah. And there may not be many more people that you could say did that better, mm-hmm. you know, in the in entirety of a career. So so keep rocking those fours. Keep doing your thing, everybody, because I will. And, you know, if Swag Jeff does it, why can't you? You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's interesting you make the comment about being sad. And that's interesting. I want to ask yeah. you, Michelle, like, because I tried when you said that earlier, I tried to draw context to that. Like, what is it like emotionally that we would find like sadness? And again, Raider Nation, this isn't like a freaking like because I know I'm, I can't read the chat as we're going on. Oh, I can't on time too, but like, and I always go back and read it though. But like, I'm sure. Like, look, this is not an apology stance. This is this is not no, being not accepting of the play. Like, there's you three critics in here of the play. Right. But Michelle, I think what makes you sad about that, or what made me feel sad, and I'm uh, so I'm posing a question to you: the sad is because the results suck. Absolutely. Like Derek Carr's in the position that he's in now because he played terrible. Yeah. The results were terrible, and as Raider fans, we're rooting for him to do well. I'm never going to root for the guy to fail, and he did. Yeah. And then, and he's failed to the point to where now his job is in question mm-hmm. at a minimum, if not just flat out taken away from him. So there is a sadness in there because if Derek Carr is successful, well, the Raiders are successful. So it's not just a sadness around him as a player. And this isn't about deifying Derek Carr, but (laughs) but we do kind of deify the Raiders Mm -hmm. as a whole, as a collective. And when they're not doing well, that makes us sad. Is that? Yeah, Yeah, I would say like, because let me first off say, and I like I said, I don't know what's going on in the chat either, but I'm sure that we're getting absolutely obliterated. But. First off, we've all been talking about that we felt like this was coming, right? Like, I mean, we felt like this was where we were headed. The season's been shit. Like, we kind of felt like this. But I think there's something, like, for me, it feels a little like I was expecting this, like, redemption arc kind of thing. Like, where he got Devontae. He got his, the people. I mean, talk about the O-line, whatever, defense, whatever. But we had this, what felt like, an incredible offense, and then it literally shit the bed like repeatedly. You know, so it, it's a it's. I think it's you can only be sad because it's like man at the beginning of this season. Oh, we were hype. <laughs> yeah, I thought, holy shit, we are about to storm the castle. Yeah, you know, amen. like I really felt like it was. And then every game with every game, it was like. Oh, okay, okay, all right, well, we didn't win this one, but the next one, we're going to win the next one. And then, like, it was, like, every game, which then also makes me also want to go in a little on Josh McDaniels because I'm still trying to decide how I feel about him. So, um, 
Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Like, it, 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 there's a sadness because we've, we're saying goodbye to someone that we've known for nine years, which seems yeah. that's sad. And he didn't get the redemption I thought he was going to get. You yeah. know, so that's even more sad because it's like he's kind of limping off. The field. Yeah, very yeah. much so. And well, you know, you said get, it, he's not going to get that. However many weeks ago, when when he was emotional and crying and stuff, right. and you were like, he's mourning his it, end of his tenure with the Raiders. But then they hit a run. Yeah. So then right. there was almost like another redemption yes, arc right. inside the arc, and got us pumped again. Got and pumped then, again. And now here, and then the Steelers game yeah. was so 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 bad for him. Like the amount of passes that were just sailed into Antarctica. Like it was. <laughs> embarrassing almost but then also why are we still calling those plays like why are we still calling why aren't we running like there's i just have so many freaking questions yeah uh, for everybody and if he <laughs> and if he really is done if he really if, if 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 saturday night was the last game that he played as a las vegas raider that's so heartbreaking that. man you know you see a guy that is given really is given his all and yes the play isn't always there but you know for his last his last play as a raider is an interception <laughs> on a shit throw Woo. like bro like that just yeah, ah, you just, feel it, for the guy you, you feel, feel for the guy but i don't but i don't feel for the the, the result like I, that no, like no and that's and that's, you know cuz i mean cuz like that's that so hard yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, I, like the the human side of it, my heart, feel, like, okay, I feel for that guy. I wouldn't want to tap out of my, you know, all-time dream job either <laughs> by doing the dumbest thing I could possibly do. But at the same time, like, again, it ain't show friends, it's show That's business. Right. Exactly. This is a meritocracy in the NFL. 100%. And when your merit is trash, you go to the bench. And, right. and we're going to talk. I keep saying we're going to talk more about this later. <laughs> we keep talking about it. Yeah. But like, you know, and this is where, and I'll just say this. I, and we're going to get into respect. Hit some contact info swag yeah. after I say this, and then let's get to some respect. Yeah. This is the first time we've had a coaching staff. Hold Derek Carr accountable. That's right. And send his ass to the bench. And yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Sure. I respect whether you like Derek Carr or you don't like Derek Carr. Might have waited too long, but. Might have waited too long. <laughs> but when in, in the ultimate meritocracy, which is the NFL, when you don't do well, you don't get to play. Right. And this is That's the first right. time in his career he hasn't played well, and now he doesn't get to play. That's yeah, absolutely. Well, and so, there, so there's a couple people in the chat right. there. Uh, one of the fellows says, uh, if DC isn't here, I want to see Devontae Adams ask for a trade. No, I no, that's don't. Play don't. We want him. That's not going to happen. And you, know, and, and, you know, and yes, that was a really fun story that we talked about yeah. this past offseason. Yeah. You know, uh, Devontae or Derek Carr recruits his best friend to join the Raiders. You know, all this and that. And yes, he finally gets to play NFL football with his best bro that's and all right. that kind of stuff. But that's not why he's here, guys. That's right. Let's not forget Thank you. that the Raiders paid him an assload of money. <laughs> so much freaking money. So don't talk about, well, the only reason he's here is because he's of Derek. Not going Maybe that was like like a little tiny piece of that. Like, oh, cool. But let's not forget that Devontae Adams grew up a Raider fan. That's right. And let's not forget that Devontae Adams got full pockets now because of some <laughs> Mark Davis. You know what I'm saying? So don't sit there and say that Derek Carr. He's got more loyalty to here. the freaking. And you know what I mean? Quarterback right. than he does the team. Like, with Come Derek on, is like man. just the cherry on top. I agree. Like, that's what you're that's what Trinidad just said. Yeah. Yeah. Trinidad just yeah. said that oh. as well. You're exactly right. Oh, no. nice. Yeah. Devontae Adams ain't going nowhere. He's not going you know, anywhere. You want me to catch passes from who, Jerry? And good night. You... We don't want him going anywhere. Yeah. No, hell no. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Come on, Absolutely. man. All right. Hit some contact information and let's talk about this stuff. Oh, my gosh. 
That's the punch in the I, Hey, no one, no one today can say, why don't you guys talk about the... Yeah. Oh, that is screaming loud. Here with an updated why is that like that? I don't know. Turn it back up. Turn it back up now. Pay attention. There we go. Oh, sorry about that. No, that's okay. I turned, I turned my iPad down a little bit. Or as no one can say, no, why don't no, you guys no, talk about the Raiders? Four, I know, right out of the gate, man. Holy How cow. about emailing me? You want to email me? Email, email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tok. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go, go to, to YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh my God, if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Nice. We are in mid-season form. <laughs> no kidding. We just hit Hunter Renfro in stride right yeah, down the middle did. of the field right there. Oh, we At least won we that did. Game. <laughs> that would have been a game winner. That would have been our 38th come fourth quarter overtime comeback win. You know what I mean? I've never wanted to read the chat so much. In oh, my goal. gosh. I, I know, right? Up, it's hard to keep I up. I am really. But chat, I can't wait to go back. We can't wait, chat room. We are we are with you guys here very, very soon. I promise we're going to get caught back up on this. But anyway, speaking of the chat room, man, I, I can't appreciate all of you. Absolutely. Uh, enough. Swag Jeff, shout them out. Who do we got in there tonight? Yeah, of course. We got Raider Flash. We got Sonny in there. Uh, Big Easy, Anthony Provencio. Uh, the Stem 69 is in there. Uh, let's see. My beautiful wife is in there. Yes, she Ra- is. Yeah, hey, Ron, Chris? Ron the Materator's in there. Paul. Paul? Um, let's see here. Uh, Foxy Scorpio, Storm, Ron, P- Pete M, P33TM. <laughs> oh, Pete. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Elon Bush is in there. Trinidad's hey, in there. Elon? Purple and Gold Raiders in there. Uh, CPA Joel's in there. We got the whole crew. Oh, man. We right got 103 on. people and 36 likes. Wow. So, hey, so so what are we doing there? Just press the damn button, nerd. Wait, and, cool, and Cool Kev says, bring back Mariota. Well, there I mean, we go. The Aloha know, corner going to get revived. No. No, <laughs> no, because we mention everybody around here. Backwards. We mention everybody, right? and hey, you know what? Mariota quit on his own team. Yeah, he did. Oh, he walked out. Damn. They benched. They benched his ass midseason, and he goes, "Okay, I'm, see you, bye." F this. See you, bye. <laughs> you know, Derek Carr wasn't in practice today, though. Too. No, he wasn't. You're right. Mm, he sure yeah, wasn't. But I don't think he walked. Maybe, away. maybe because the Derek Carr is third string in our depth yeah, chart sure. right now. Oh, that's a good. Point. Chase Garbers is ahead of him. Oof. Oh, that's got to hurt gotta feelings, stand. man. That's got to hurt feelings. That's a kick in the nuts Listen, that is what that is. me clean off. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feelings, I don't know. That, Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and hit some respect here. So we appreciate all of you that are joining us live in the chat room. A lot of new names in there. Tales by Diesel. LGL Studios is in there. Uh, Edgar Benia is in there. Bob Cross. We appreciate you very, very much. So uh, if you're new to Raiders Fan Radio, uh, at the top of the show, uh, the top of the show, 26 26- minutes. <laughs> 
minutes in or however we are. Uh, we don't do props. We don't do shout outs. There's nothing wrong with those things, but we're dying. We like to give a little bit of respect. <laughs> It's a long labor. It's no kidding. <laughs> Nation. It's time for a little respect. Okay. You know, respect ain't bought. It ain't sold. It ain't demanded. It ain't negotiated. It's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. So people are giving me crap. They said, well, Marietta's wife had a baby. You know, I said, what, is she still in labor? <laughs> he ain't been back to the he ain't been she back be, to the facility in a month. Uh, She's been in labor since week 12? Yeah, heck yeah. She's like an elephant or something. She's <laughs> 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 <Jeez>, OP. <laughs> Whatever, I stand on it. <laughs> That's right. so funny. Are there uh, elephants in Hawaii? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm sure there are. I'm oh sure there's a God. zoo or something. <laughs> or Marcus Mariota's house, apparently, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't think we were going to talk about Mariota during this show. Uh, no, but you found Just a way to know. work him in. Yeah, Ron, that was Ron. That was Ron. Ron that. Oh, that was Ron that did yeah, that. Did. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> no, it was Michelle brought up the elephant. <laughs> well, yeah, she brought up the elephant. <laughs> Damn it, Ron! <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, all right, here we go. All right, okay. let's let's get to some respect. So uh, let's let's mm. take a uh, serious note here. Uh, which as serious as we can get, but just much respect uh, to Coach Madden. Oh, uh, we yeah. have just eclipsed the one year anniversary mm. uh, of Coach's passing, and uh, and just you get. I mean, we did a whole thing on Coach Madden when he passed away. Uh, we consistently find reasons to celebrate Coach Madden around here. Um, you know, if you're not celebrating the legacy and the mystique of the Raiders, uh, then what else are you doing as a Raider fan? And you know, I would say this, and uh, I'll just say this briefly. You know, Al was. You know, Raider Nation came out of Al's brain, right? Al was the one that crafted the mystique. Al was the one that crafted the entirety of the, the way that the Raiders are marketed from just win baby to pride and poise and commitment to excellence and the, the, the silver and black and the uniforms and the, you know, the, the, the idea of that you want to be, he wants the other team to be scared when they drive into the facility. He wants the, the, you know, he wants the other team's fans to be scared when they come into the facility. He wants Raider nation and the Raiders to be an intimidating, uh, like, you know, literally walking into Mordor that all that came out of, of Al's brain. But without your number one, without someone to execute your vision, you know, you can't do everything. You can, you, yes, you can be the managing general partner and you can do all the wonderful things that Al did. But if you don't have that number one, you can't carry out your vision. And John Madden did that brilliantly. And yes, all the things that he did post his Raider career was amazing as well. But in the terms of the Raiders, and that's where we'll keep the focus, 
John Madden was an amazing football coach. He had an amazing record as a football coach. As Fred Bolitnikoff told us just a few weeks ago, he feels he played in the toughest era of football. And those teams coached by John Madden found success going up against undefeated Miami Dolphins teams, going up against division rival Kansas City, who was winning championships, going up against four-time Super Bowl winning Pittsburgh Steelers, all within just within your conference, all within your division. They were literally playing some of the most historic teams of all time, and the Raiders found their way to make themselves one of the most historic teams of all time, and that was under the leadership and the coaching of John Madden, and that should never, ever be sold short, Raider Nation. We have always got to celebrate that, and so much respect uh, you know, to the, to, the, to the Madden family and, and to Coach Madden and his legacy that he left for the Raiders. All these other legacies and broadcasting and gaming and all that, those things are great. But the thing, the legacy he left for us as Raider fans, like there's no one else that will ever touch that. No, he, Josh McDaniels will have to coach for 10 years, win 100 games or more, and a Super Bowl or two to even be in the conversation. That's how long John Madden was, was had his impact was to the Raiders. Anyways, there's my soapbox. That's and true. God bless you, John Madden, and, and much respect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you said it all, man. I mean, great greatest coach of, of the Raiders ever, you know? I mean, prove me wrong. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, he's so, I mean, he's iconic, you he's know, iconic. My, but you know, under Al, you know, I mean, it's John, it's John. Yeah. I mean, he's football, like he's Raiders football, period. Like there's nothing else that needs to be said. Yeah. He is the goal that you're trying to get to. He's the person that you want to become. He, he's the coach you want to be. Yeah. He's Love the it. leader you want to be. Period. And I like what you said first. You said John Madden is football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's he's yeah. really football, yeah. but he's football. He's, he's yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and the Good NFL, point. the NFL, you know, really, you know, grasp hold of that mm-hmm. this, this, this year, naming what the, what they call the Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 uh-huh. Thanksgiving yeah. Thanksgiving games yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And I don't think I'm ever going to buy another game of Madden because Madden 23 is like so reverent of John that like the intro oh. before you have press start or whatever, it's all these old clips of different John Madden football games and and John like you hear him making some of his calls from from other oh, video really? games and stuff like that. So I don't think I'll oh, ever yeah. get another one. Oh, that's no, awesome. I think we got to like realize it first. Like that's what's cool. Like Raider Nation got to realize yes. that John Madden was football first, you know? Absolutely. And now and not now, but like people they can see it, but we got to see it first. Absolutely. That's cool. Right on. Absolutely. And uh, a lot of comments in the chat room I can see there about Tom Flores. Yes, this oh, is, yeah. doesn't take anything right. away from Tom Flores and the no. legacy of Tom Flores and the Iceman. Uh, and and uh, unfortunately, a lot of times things can become polarized where it's like, well, if you celebrate this thing, you're knocking mm. down this thing. Yeah. No one would ever knock down yeah. Tom Flores. And yes, he was amazing yeah. too. But John did it first. Yeah, and John right. did it in an era like, just like Al created the Raiders out of nothing, John Madden created his coaching style and all that out of nothing. It was before. And so, you know, yes, what Tom Flores did was incredible, but but Tom was... following a model per se. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, and I don't want to diminish the prototype. Yes. That's an, I don't want to yes. diminish Flores right. any means at all, but like, but John's the prototype. That, that's yeah. very, yeah. very perfectly said, yeah, Mary yeah. Michelle. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and hit a break. Swag Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> and you're listening to Murph, Mosh and Swag Jeff on Raiders fan radio. Just win baby. 
Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know... Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. All right, Michelle, new shit has <laughs> new come shit, to light. Yeah, it has. We've got all the news going on today. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, again, before we dive back into the big story of today, uh, which is Derek Carr being benched, let's go ahead and check in with you. I know no one wants to relive this game, so I promise you we're not going to dwell on this. But I think there are a couple of interesting things that came out of this loss against Pittsburgh. Uh, first and foremost, I want to check in with Josh Jacobs. Uh, let's check in with Josh. Uh, post game and some of his comments. So this was, this was interesting. And there was a lot, um, a lot of discussion around Josh's comments on social media and whatnot. And about how a lot of people felt like this was a total indictment of the coaching staff. I have a little bit different of a take on it, but uh, anyway, let's listen to this chat room. I want to know, please uh, what you guys are thinking. And then we're going to, we're going to go around the room uh, and and check in with everybody, but let's, let's check in with Josh Jacobs. Clearly he's uncomfortable, but let's check check in and hear what he has to say. Uh, Kind of another loss where you you guys let it slip through your hands. Um, And as you look back at some of these losses, these close losses, how disappointing is that, that a lot of this has been self-inflicted. Yeah, man, for real. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, and it's and it's on us, you know. Uh, everybody wanted, you know, talk about the defense, but they they made their stops when they were supposed to. We got to help them out, and you know, I'm tired of saying we got to help them out. It's just frustrating. So, yeah. You feel like they were uh, focused and stuff in the running game. That's what kind of their focus. I mean, yeah. Stuff. I mean, we we still we still had opportunities to make plays. You know, I, I feel like. In times where we was close and we, we felt like we was about to get a big one, we went away from it, you know. And, uh, you know, and, and the pass game was working early, so, you know, that is what it is. But to win these games, you know, especially at the long, at, at the end of the stretch, especially when you up, you know, against a team like this in the cold, you got to run the ball. All right. So those last comments that I, I hear that loud and clear, that's basically him going at Josh and the play calling there. You got to run the ball. Where they run fifteen times, I think, in the yeah. whole game. Yeah. All right. But he also says we need to make plays mm-hmm. when we have the opportunity. Like, you know, they, they. Here's what my big takeaway was on this in terms of the play calling. Everybody says we should have ran more. We should have ran more. We should have ran more. But this is not. I'm, I'm, I might come across as a pile up on Derek, but <laughs> f it. I'm just going to say it because it's the truth. The play calling was working. The execution was dog shit from the quarterback position. Sorry, guys. Like, whether you are right or die for Derek Carr or not, this was not a good game for him. We saw a lot of passes sail over receivers' head. Open receivers. So if you're, if, if anything, and here's where I say I have a little bit different of a take on it. If anything, I think that the takeaway is Josh McDaniels had confidence because he kept calling those goddamn plays, getting those guys open, and Derek was missing them. So 
is that is that is that a lack of confidence or is that, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not a lack of confidence in Josh Jacobs. It's a confidence in Derek Carr, and then Derek didn't deliver, and he let him down. And I think that's why he kept that commitment to the play calling on the passing game. I don't think it was like, look, Josh McDaniels is not an idiot. Like he's not a dope. This guy's spent his entire life in football. These decisions that they're making, we're going to get into the to the off field decisions that they're going to make here in a minute. This stuff is highly calculated, guys. This is not something like anybody that's thinking like he's just like, oh, he's clueless. And you have it all figured out on your couch. Like, (laughs) come on, man. Really? Like, don't don't undersell what these people that have dedicated their lives to football are doing on the field. There's a reason that Josh McDaniels kept going to the passing game. And I think it's because he had faith in Derek to maybe make a few instead of failing on a few. And then they would find success. So I think that's my big takeaway out of that. And I hear Josh Jacobs loud and clear. I'd be pissed too. Cold weather game. Give me the damn rock. I've been having a great year. Give me the damn rock. I'm in a contract year. Give me the damn rock. So of course he's going to have that, that kind of a, of a response there. But I think to like completely lay it on the play calling and to take his comments and just do that. I think you're missing a point a little bit there Raider nation that if anything, these things were working. It wasn't because they were failing. Swag Jeff. Yeah. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I totally agree with that. Yes. You can call certain play calls, you know, as as a as a reason we lost that game and stuff like that. And Josh had every reason to say everything that he said. You know, who would have thought that in week 16 of the NFL and for the Raiders, we'd be talking about how the offense really needed to try to bail out the defense. Because, right? you know, this whole offseason that we talked and all that stuff, it was kind of like, hey, it doesn't matter if our defense is going to be shit because we're going to be scoring 40 points a game. You know, with all of our weapons that we have, but that's not the case. And so, yeah, you know, the uh, up until 45 seconds left in the game, we held the Steelers to three points, yeah. three points or or 10 or ten. whatever. No, it was uh, whatever. It I was, don't remember. Whatever it was. I mean, the defense it did was their, low. their defense. It was low. <laughs> it was low. The defense did. It their, was under 17. And if you can hold the team to under 17 points, you ought to win a goddamn football. Absolutely. Game. They did their job. They the, did defense, their job. the defense has really stepped up in a major way, and I hate that we lost Chandler, and I hate that we lost Perryman, um, you know, but he's bringing in some young guys on the defensive side of the ball to give them an opportunity as well to see how they mesh and see what they do and stuff like that. But, you know, respect to Cleve Farrell. Yeah, he man. played. He jumped in he for Chandler, jo- yeah. Chandler Jones and had a monster second half. He did really well. But, you know, but Josh, I mean, but Josh Jacobs, I mean, he's calling out the players. Yeah. He's calling out players. Hey, we've got to bail these guys out. Yes, give me the ball. But hey, you guys got to do your shit too. You got to you got to catch the ball. I do feel like he's also is calling out the coaches though because I'm and listen, I'm a layman when it comes to football plays and those kind of things. I, I just know what I'm seeing. One thing I do know that I've heard my whole life is when it's cold, you run the freaking ball. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, Josh McDaniels had faith in Derek Carr. Great, but at what point? At, after how many sales into oblivion do you lose a little bit of that and say, okay, it's not his day. Let's That's change the play. Point. Like if you're a offensive genius, which I keep hearing this phrase and thinking, mm, okay, <laughs> maybe. Uh, and sure, he's won a lot of things, and I am not discounting what he's done. He did have Tom Brady and he had a lot of other great things. But like at what point do you say, okay, Derek's not the guy. He's not the one this game. Or are you just saying, well, let's just let him fail and we'll lose this game and we'll lose the next couple and we'll just move into 2023. Like, it just felt like 
why wouldn't you change the game plan? Like, if Derek Carr's not making the throws, change the game plan. Like, because he wasn't. I don't... What do you make? Two, three? I don't know. Not many. Probably of arguably of one of his worst games of his one career. One of his worst games of his career. Change the game plan. Even if it's your... Even if what you, it's what you think needs to be done, Derek Carr was not providing you with the outcome that you were expecting change the game plan yeah i'm with you great point michelle great point in chat room keep those opinions coming we want to check back in with you guys uh here when we get after the show uh for sure and love the love the comments man the chat room is blowing up i can see out of the the corner of my eye here and keep it coming we want to get caught up with you guys uh so all right let's check in with old jmd here and uh uh this is interesting to me too guys so i'm a sucker for body language I, i i've talked about it on this show numerous times Josh McDaniels, when asked a question, he does this. He goes immediately goes into defensive posture. Mm. And then right before he answers, he does this and he rubs on his nose. He's given all the indicators from body language that maybe he's not telling you everything Mm -hmm. that's going on in his mind. I think this was 100% calculated from Monday. Mm. This is Monday's press conference. And listen to what Josh McDaniels had to say after this game. Statistically, I mean, I know there's still a chance for the playoffs, but realistically, they look to be out of reach. And I'm curious, as you look at the long term of the team, Derek's contract, if he's injured, is guaranteed moving forward. So if you guys continue to play him, is that a, hey, we're sticking with him in the future? Or is that some things that all things that have to be talked about? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that are going to go into that bucket once we kind of sort through after tonight. Um, you know, there's other things too. I mean, we have guys that, you know, divine, you know, is that worth playing, not playing, coming off IR, you know, it's the guys that got injured, you know, here this week or have some things that are nagging them. I think there's a lot of things that you start to, you know, talk about relative to taking care of the people, um, that are dealing with things like that, um, injuries or contracts, what have you. Um, I think you got to consider all that stuff. Um, we just got back in this morning, you know what I mean? So we're, we're going through the game. We're going to coach the game and correct all the things that need to be corrected. Um, the reality is, is we haven't had any conversations about those things yet. Um, and, you know, as we go through the next 24 to 48 hours, I'm sure we'll sort through some of those things. But, um, you know, we're aware of all, all those things, too. Could be a possibility that maybe in terms of I think there's a possibility that we would we, we would do the right thing regardless of the position. You know what I mean? Just in terms of the team. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that that <laughs> right that's it right there. Yeah. Right. Dude's not playing. Right. right. So like I said, you know, Chandler went down, Denzel went down, you know, rushing those guys back. Divine is another one. I mean, there's a lot of things that could go into this. You know, so I'm not gonna get up here and prognosticate everything at this point. Like I said, we're going to get in here and coach the game and correct that. And then I think in due time, make the right decisions, hopefully to protect those guys that, you know, we should protect, you know, relative to health and then also do the right thing for the organization as we go forward. Okay. So the, the, uh, the writing is so on the wall right there and do the right thing for the organization mm-hmm. going forward. He didn't say do the right thing for the team. Right. He said, do the right thing for the organization. And this is where we're going to jump in. Uh, I'm going to play you one more thing here before we jump into some of these, these numbers. But that, to me, was like the most revealing comment was, was when, he, when he mentioned organization. All right, so let's go ahead and let's, let's jump into the news of the day. Let's officially stamp it. Okay, whatever we're at on the show here, uh, let, hit, hit, hit your timestamp here, and let's talk about the news that came out today. This is the NFL Network reporting on the re- – I keep wanting to say the release because that's kind of what it feels. Feels yeah. like uh, the benching of Derek Carr. 
Right. There's a contract decision that is coming for the Las Vegas Raiders, but that's going to come after the season. We'll have plenty of time to talk about what it would mean if they do decide to move forward with Derek Carr, the $40 million. And, and there's a lot of decisions that everyone has to make in the offseason regarding the quarterback position. Plenty of time for that. For now, what we know is this. The Raiders want to take a look at Jared Stidham, and obviously this is a staff uh, that is very familiar with them. Both Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziggler, the general manager, came from New England, drafted Stidham there. I know they think pretty highly of him, so they will take a look at him, as they will from some other players uh, at positions where they're taking over for veterans. Of course, Denzel Perriman headed to IR. Chandler Jones, I'm told, also going to be placed on IR with his elbow injury. You see more young people there. Uh, so it just doesn't make sense at, at this time to play Derek Carr. There's the business, there's the football, there's the one to take a look at younger players. A lot going on here for the Raiders who, you know, do mathematically have a chance. But, of course, it seems very, very far-fetched that they will. you got to start thinking of them next year. They need to know whether or not Stidham is in their plans, so they're going to play him. All right. So <laughs> there, uh, Ian Rappaport mentions the Raiders have still have a chance. This is kind of funny, guys. So here's, here's the thing. So will the Jared Stidham era – uh, return us to to greatness here. The Raiders, who are six and nine or twelfth in the AFC, if we win our last two games, Miami loses their last two games. The Jets lose to the Seahawks, but then beat the Dolphins. The Patriots beat the Dolphins, but then lose to the Bills. The Steelers lose one game, and then the Titans beat the Cowboys, and then lose to the Jaguars. We win a freaking with an eight nine record. We win all the tiebreakers, and the Raiders can still make the playoffs. That guys is a one point two percent chance mm. that it will happen. So this yeah. season is effectively yeah. done. All right, so stick a fork in the Raiders now. In terms of like, so there you go. So season's over. So why are the um, the powers that be making the decisions that they are around the Raiders? All right, so I've got a lot of stuff to throw at you guys here. Um, both to uh, you, you two here in the fan cave and also to everybody that is in the chat room. And please keep those opinions coming. But here's the thing. This is 100% a business decision. Right. This has nothing to do with all the things that we celebrate about Derek and all the loyalty and all that. It ain't show friends, it's show business. You don't get paid for what you did. You don't get, you get paid for what you're going to do. And as of right now, the Raiders coaching staff and management doesn't have faith in what he's going to do with this team going forward. And so here's why. It becomes, we started this conversation last week, and I'm glad we did when we did about the contracts, because it becomes a conversation of value. Like, are you, are you worth what the team has to commit to you to still be on the football team? Well, here's what the Raiders would have to commit to Derek Carr for him to be a member of the football team, let alone a starter or anything else. As a member of the football team next year, the Raiders, as of right now, would have 31 players on roster going in to the 2023 season, okay? That means they got 31 players under contract. That means we have to backfill more than every team that's ahead of us, uh, and the Raiders, as of right now, are 10th, okay? So we have to backfill more so than nine other teams uh, that are ahead of us, okay? So we have 31 players on roster. We have $175 million committed as of today to salary cap. The projected salary cap for next year is going to be $220 million, okay? So we established that. Derek Carr's number is $35 million, basically, which is 23% of their existing, or excuse me, 20% of their existing salary in 2023. That's a pretty high number. Yeah. That's a number that you don't want to have for a guy 
that you don't necessarily know is going to be part of your team, first and foremost, let alone isn't a top-performing quarterback in the NFL. So when we look at the teams that have the highest dollars committed ahead of the Raiders, the Browns, Cowboys, Chiefs, Colts, which is weird, Bills, Titans, which is weird, Buccaneers, Vikings, Packers, okay? And then the Raiders. So the Raiders are 10th on this list with that 175 million. So that means that there is $45 million left on that projected cap of $220 million. Well, if you cut Derek now, that means only $5 million remains. That's that dead cap number that we talk about all the time. There's only $5 million that remains. With players like Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, those two guys alone, you got like $20 million alone in dead cap money. You want to sign Josh Jacobs? You're going to assign your team a lot of dead cap money. So what I'm saying to you is this, Raider Nation, if you want the Raiders to be successful in 2023, they're going to have to backfill some positions because as of 2023, we have two wide receivers under contract. Mm. That is in, in, in uh, Darren, uh, Darren, that is in Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams. Darren Waller is the only tight end under contract. We have four running backs under contract, and none of them are named Josh Jacobs. We have five offensive linemen under contract for 2023. We got a lot of work to build this football team. And while quarterback is the most valuable position and and the most critical position in all of team sports, he can't do it alone. And when the results are questionable, it leads to getting benched for Darren Stidham for the last couple weeks in the season. And the last thing I'll tell you guys is this, and I've brought this up a few times and I did some homework on it. And so bear with me for a second, but this is what it is all about. Here is your formula. This is what wins in today's NFL. I went back to January 26, 2003. Anybody remember that date? That's when we got blasted by the freaking Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. All right. Ever since then, every single winning, t- for the most part, every winning team in the Super Bowl had a rookie quarterback, a badass defense, and a great running game. Okay. Because they can afford the quarterback. This is after the rookie wage scale came in when we blew it out and paid Jamarcus $35 billion and all that, whatever, all that crap. Okay. So since then, Here's your quarter, here's your quarterbacks of your of, and your, and your setups for your Super Bowl winning teams. The next two were the New England Patriots. Tom Brady, rookie contract. Right after that, Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger, rookie contract. Here's one of your exceptions. You had the Indianapolis Colts beat uh, the Chicago Bears. That's Peyton Manning, but not only Peyton got paid a couple years before, but in particular this year, he was on a friendly cap number. He only made 9 million dollars. The year after that, his brother won on a rookie contract, Eli and the New York Giants. Year after that, Pittsburgh again on Ben Roethlisberger's rookie contract. Year after that was freaking Drew Brees on a team-friendly contract because, remember, he He took a— coming back from injury. Coming back from injury, so he took a super freaking easy contract. All right, Green Bay, year after that, guess who's on a rookie contract? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron freaking (laughs) Rodgers. All right, then you got Eli again on another team friendly. He only counted for $9 million against the cap. Then the year after that, who won the Super Bowl? Joe Flacco and the Baltimore Colts. What was what was Flacco on, Swag? Uh, I think a rookie contract. Rookie contract. <laughs> year after that was Russell Wilson. What was he on? Was he on a rookie contract? He was on a rookie contract. <laughs> after that, you got, uh, here's a handful of exceptions. You got Tom twice and Peyton. Mm-hmm. So Tom got a bag from uh, from the Patriots in, in 2015. Peyton got a bag in 2016 and then also uh, Tom again in 2017. The difference was is that even though they got a bag, those teams had badass defenses. 
So even though they got a bunch of money up front, they had team-friendly-ish deals and badass defense. So if anybody wants to call out an exception, I'll give you that. But, oh, by the way, it's two of the greatest quarterbacks that have ever right. walked the face of the earth. <laughs> just, to, just to throw that out there at you. Uh, then Philadelphia wins it with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, who are on Jeff. Rookie contract. All right, there you go. And then we go back to Tom Brady on a team-friendly deal at $15 million. And then the year after that, we go to Patrick Mahomes with Kansas City and his... Shit, rookie contract. Rookie contract, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Like, this is the formula uh, of the NFL. Yeah. Then you get Tom again, and then, of course, Matt Stafford last year, who, again, took a team-friendly deal, and then now he, and he came in there and blew it out. And then, oh, by the way, now he's owed $60 million in how the Rams do. Oof. Right. Okay? Like, f- this is the formula Raider Nation so I would tell you this this was McDaniels and Ziegler and Mark Davis's god dang plan all along they gave Derek a good look Mm -hmm. they gave him a good faith shot at proving what he could do for the Raiders for this team for this offense and whether you like it or not he effing failed. Sorry. Love the guy. Love who he is. Love everything about him and and what he has done for the Raiders. But except for some of this shit that he's done on the field. And this was his chance. And if you don't have the dog in you to get after it and kick ass in this kind of a season where you've been given the freaking golden ticket, ain't nobody feel sorry for you, man. I'm well by like, I mean, come on, man, because you I'm sorry, Derek, you don't fit the formula. I want to like, this is what I want as a fan. I want us to fit the formula, whether that's going out and getting somebody like Hendon Hooker or that's bringing somebody in on a team friendly deal like Jimmy Garoppolo. There's your new quarterback, Raider Nation. Get ready for that. (laughs) Those this is what's going to happen for the Raiders, because that's the formula that leads to championships. And even when you let me say this and I'm going to shut up, even when you look at the teams that have lost in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow. Mm. Come on now. Like it's still the formula. You bring in somebody cheap, that somebody that can perform. And then that's what gets you success in the NFL. Cause you can pay all these other positions. And that's what the Raiders are going to do. Now shut me up. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's find it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, you're exactly right. Well, you know, I mean, every, a lot of people, it's, it's so one way or the other, half the people are blaming Carr, half the people are blaming Josh McDaniels, right? And both are at fault. Both have yes. been both yeah. have been asked this year. Yeah, you know, I mean, totally. But you know, when you especially it, you really look at moments like I mean, I hate to just bring up super recent, but but like the Steelers game, Derek threw three picks. Oof. One of those was on Foster Moreau. Damn it, man! Hold on to the ball. Yeah, don't bobble it sure, up in the sure. air and hand it right to the other guy. Then he threw two that he was intending for Hunter Renfro. Mm. One of them, you can maybe say, well, Renfro's an NFL quarterback. He put his hand on the ball. You got to catch it. You know, but it was he was running full speed and it was a yard behind him. Mm-hmm. He has to crank his body around and it went off him and right into another guy's hand. But you look at the last play of the game for the Raiders on offense. That should have been six. Oh, my gosh. dude! It should yeah, have been yeah. six. It should have been six. And you get... Josh McDaniels called a perfect play, mm-hmm. and the Steelers were fooled. Gotcha. And what happened? He threw it four yards to the left, four to six yards to the left, and Renfro had to become a corner. I love Derek Carr. He's my favorite quarterback. Well, now I guess he's my third favorite yeah. quarterback. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> now he's Jared Stidham favorite is our favorite quarterback. Jared Stidham's our favorite quarterback now. But, but and no, you love you know, quarterbacks that wear number three for the Raiders. No, I, I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate that shit. Daryl LaMonica. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about Carson Palmer. Palmer. Well, I, I, I was, but oh, I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to give you shit. Yeah, well, yeah. there's a number three right behind me right there here with, yeah. with, with the Mad Bomber. Yeah. But, but no, I mean, Derek Carr, right. I mean, he, in this season, yeah, he's still my favorite quarterback. But a lot of people in the chat are saying that he that he he's, he's not even going to be at practice for the rest of the season. Mm. The rest of the season? That he's done. Because oh, wow. he's third string. Oh, my God. He's I third string, that, and they don't want him. Uh, they said he he's not going to practice. They, they don't want him to get hurt. Oh, and oh, said he may right. not well, even be at the yeah. games. Oh, damn! They won't even dress him out. They don't want him to slip down the steps. I mean, that could be bad for them. <laughs> I, no, I think a lot of times because us as fans, we're seeing everything in real time. But like all those numbers that you, all those things that you just listed out, they knew that at the beginning of the season, you know, and they probably had analytic teams saying. If Derek Carr does this, this is what we're going to do. If Derek Carr does that, this is what we're going to do. Like, if this is, and they knew weeks ago, months ago, probably, what the plan was when it was time. Us, we're just thinking, oh, what are they doing? Like, this doesn't make any sense. They knew what they were going to do analytically in the very beginning of the season when they signed on. Like, no one's going to just sign on and, and just. Throw their hands up and go, ooh, I hope this turns out okay. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. going to, they know the plan multiple ways. Like they thought of every scenario probably as they were preparing for the season. And then we went on that four game, like, well, I was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, like maybe, maybe this is the guy. Well, and then shit the bed, shit the bed, shit the bed, whatever. But it's, uh, they knew all of that information. We, I mean, obviously there are people that look that stuff up, but as a regular fan, you're not seeing that. You're just seeing each game individually. Right. You're they not- all knew that from the beginning. I mean, yeah, we can question, like, why they waited so long or you're not going to give them the last two games, you know, for home fans to see him. Like, there's a lot of questions and things that seem kind of crappy. But at the same time, it's a business. Like you said, they knew what they were doing. They've known what they were going to do. And they knew the plan, depending on what happened, the direction they were going to go. And they gave him a chance. And like, they gave and that's him a many ch- plenty of chances. Plenty of chances. That's a, that's the thing. It's not like, you know, Derek Carr was not giving an, given right. an opportunity. And that's where, like, right. I think as a fan, like, too, because, like, look, I'm so He, at least in the modern era, of modern, whatever, modern, right. whatever that means. I don't know, whatever. Recent era of the NFL and the Raiders. There's not a more polarizing figure in Raider Nation. Like, it... Like, no. I mean, and I've been around a hot minute and turned the calendar a few times. And, and I know that a lot of those were before social media and the Internet and all that stuff. But I don't ever remember having these kinds of debates about Mark Wilson or <laughs> Jeff Hostetler or, you know what I mean, or whatever, or Andrew Walter or, I don't know, Ron Paulus or I don't know, whatever. Pick your Raider quarterback of the past. Not even Terrell Pryor. Like, it, you know what I mean? And I, and I think that as a fan, I'll, I'll say this. I want to hear back from you, Swag. I think as a fan, I think that like this is a good feeling for us because it hits a reset button that unifies Raider Nation at least for a couple weeks. <laughs> now, we might find other reasons to be divided, whether that's your opinion about the coaching staff or, you know, Mark Davis or whatever else. We can always find a reason to disagree, and especially in the Twitter sphere. But I think for now, at least for a hot minute, we're all rooting for the same guy now. That's right. And his name is Jared Stidham, and where's number three? Absolutely. Well, uh, before I before I talk about that, I want to give a, a much respect to Sonny uh, with a four dollar donation. Hey, in there. Hey, thank said, you, Sonny. Says thanks for the love, DC. Welcome yeah. to the Josh McDaniels era. Mm. And you know, and there's a lot of truth to that. You know, say say what you want about all that, but you know, 
maybe it's time for a fresh start for everybody. You know, Josh McDaniels is going to want his guy. And Derek, if he decides that he still wants to play ball, he can go and, you know, I mean, imagine imagine Derek going to play for a team like the Tennessee Titans. You know what I mean? It's not like, that far out of scope. It's not man. that far out of scope. But think about that. Think about him because, you know, because he's he's been just berated for nine years by Raider Nation. And I love Raider Nation, mm-hmm. but they've They're put tough. this guy through the damn ringer, man. And so for him to go to a place that doesn't really give a shit that much, like the Tennessee <laughs> yeah. Titans, they'll, love like, it. they'll be like, wait, is Derek, is Derek Henry playing? All right, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. be like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. Like, no one's no one's calling for my head on Twitter. Like, you well, know, you know what's but, funny, though? But, like, that's the kind of team, though, that Derek would do well on. Yeah. You got a freaking, you know, all world running back, a freaking fantastic yeah. defense. And a, basic fans and, that and don't basic, really care. Yeah. yeah. And like, Mo- Mojo just sent me a, a, a bunch, the show. Bunch, bunch of people are in the chat saying that Derek left the team and uh, Fox Sport Radio put it out. It says Derek has reportedly left the team after hearing about the Raiders bench being re- benched by the Raiders. Listen. So he's literally taken his ball and gone home. Wow. Listen, because wow. and I had said wow. I, we had talked a little before this, and I had said that maybe in that in the meeting he was he said I I'm gonna I gotta step away from this because the toxicity like the constant barrage of I mean at some point you gotta take care of yourself and your mental and your physical or whatever like I mean maybe that's what happened maybe he was like listen I can't do this anymore this is too much. And also shitting the bed like he has probably helped make that decision. But maybe that's what happened. Maybe he was just like, this is too much. I just yeah. can't. I can't. He's he not a 24-year-old guy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, now he's yeah. deep into his NFL he career. Can't shoulder. I think, sadly, he takes on too much like and tries to carry mm. everything. And, and I, maybe that got into his head this year, like to the extreme. And uh, there comes a point where you break and you just say, F it. He yeah. would say, screw this. No, he probably wouldn't say that. He'd probably say, crap on this. That's probably what he'd say. <laughs> right. Yeah. But this yeah. crap is crap. You're right. Yeah. Well, and you know, and, and you talked about it right before we went live too in a little bit during. I mean, I wonder like how long that this has really been in play. You know, yes, it's week 16 and we're all like, whoa, right now? Like, right. okay, like what are we doing here? But like to see, Derek has been a different guy mm-hmm. this season than any season that I've ever seen him. You know, he's always been cool and collected, right. you know, even when we're positive, our ass whipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, he's been like, you don't see a lot of emotion mm-hmm. out of him. Mm-hmm. And some people have a damn problem with that. And sometimes I have a problem with that. Like, <laughs> come on, dude, get fiery, man. Like, like, yeah, you know, the sulking on the sideline. Yeah, Derek is all that kind of stuff. Drag. But like, like, you know, and it drags out. down the whole bench. It's, right. Yeah. Right. But this year, like they pan back to him when he overthrows Devonte by four yards, you know, he sitting here doing this yeah. and telling him like, hey, you should have run that way, should have done this, whatever. And then, you know, the emotion that he had after going, to, you know, dropping down to two and seven Oof. and all that stuff. And he cries during his presser and all yeah. that stuff. And you just wonder, like, I wonder if they kind of said something to him, like, hey, man, next shitty game you got, mm. your ass is going to ride That's the it. bench, yeah. dude. And like, and I think he kind of, you know, you know, when when you look back at it in retro, retrospect, you kind of see like, oh, well, maybe we should have seen this coming a little more at this point. But I, I think Derek saw it. I mean, it, yeah. and it seems pretty clear that with his, you know, is they might have even have told him going into the season. 
Right. You got Possible. A, you got a year to do it. To show us something. You got a year. Yeah. You know, we're going to give you, you one made, solid season. You made the playoffs, dude. Go do it again, or we're going to go find our guy. Or we're yeah. going to look. Uh, you yeah. never know, man. And you like, don't that's, know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We as fans, a lot of times, like I said, like we're not inside the walls of Henderson. No. That's right. You know, back in the day, no. Alameda, like we don't know what these come. And to like, to think that, I think it's a, it's, I don't want to say it's a mistake, but I think it's a common misconception that fans have that people don't talk to each other. Right. Like Mark Davis is talking to Josh McDaniels. They're talking to Dave Ziegler. They're talking to Derek Carr. These conversations are going on constantly. Mm -hmm. There's not these like, there's isn't this shroud of mystery and these things going on unbeknownst to one party or the other. They all work together. They all work in the same building. So they're having these conversations. So I'm, I mean, again, that's a little hard speculation on our part to, 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 to say that he was given a, an ultimatum or a deal or whatever, but it maybe it wasn't that explicit, but it was certainly implied. implied right. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? I think, I think absolutely. that's where this thing is going to pan mm-hmm. out. And I forget somebody in there said, uh, well, we'll find out when we get the 30 for 30, Josh McDaniels oh, right. and Derek that's Carr right. in 20 yeah. years from now. Yeah. But yeah, um, exactly. No. And you know, and let's, let's disclaim this. We're not shitting on no. Derek. Here. You know, we're, we're, so proud that he has been our quarterback for the last nine years through the ups and the downs through the thick and the thin all that stuff this dude bleeds silver and black and i have nothing but love and respect for that guy but you know what sometimes it just comes a time where it's just you know you need a, you need you something need you, you need something different and i think different. it was and i think it was ron that said it we have a little group text that we got uh with some of the main men and ron said something that really i was like oh that's you know that i really like the way he said that he goes even if it's not better, mm-hmm. it's just different. That's and right. sometimes you just need a breath of fresh air yeah. and something different. And if we're ass, then, you know, What's yeah, di- that, that's a bummer. Ass still ass. But, <laughs> well, there you go. But, you know, but it's just it's something maybe different. So the so Raider Nation will have someone else to be either super for or super against. Yeah. You know I think what I, mean? I got like, there. I think I got to that point where I was like, okay, I'm ready to see something different. Yeah. Like, let's, why let's, not? We've seen this for nine years why now. Not? Let's look at something different. And then that was even before the, well, and you the look decision at, you got look made, at the, you, know? you look at the way that the quarterback position in the NFL has really shifted. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's changed. Like this pocket passer kind of stuff. You don't really see that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Derek Carr was kind of the end of that era. When he was drafted in the second round, I mean, there might be a couple guys that still do that a little bit, but like the super successful guys, I mean, like, you know, Burrow, I mean, Burrow really isn't as much. And no, Mahomes, but they're all pretty mobile nowadays. They're That's all mobile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yes. Derek can Look at all your freaking, Jer- uh, not Jared Allen, but um, uh, Josh, Josh Allen's out there hurling people Yo, and trucking his defenders and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So you've seen the they position, can all move, you know what seen the position change too, yeah. a little bit, and our position has kind of been yeah. just what it is for the right. last nine years. You know, maybe I would. I mean, I would just love to see our guy be able to juke a, juke around yeah. and go run and do a Terrell Pryor esque run ninety three yards down the. Like, I mean, we just you know we just don't see that. Yeah, and, it's that you know? desperation to make a play. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you roll out. Ooh, like I love that. Be yeah. desperate to make a play. Like you don't see Derrick do that. Yes, that's Kenny. That yeah, desperate. Yeah. Des- you don't see it. You don't, you don't see, see it with him. He just like stays in the pocket, and if it this if he doesn't see his guys then it just gets rid of it or collapses and and maybe that worked at some point but it doesn't work anymore in this in this league that they're playing yeah well look you see everybody running rolling out exactly well we were talking before the show i mean we were talking about baker mayfield yes yeah you know that dude jeez not that i'm just saying man that dude scrambles around and he scrambles around makes something out of nothing yeah you know and you know but then again but i'm gonna Forget other other teams. I'm going to keep going back to Kenny. I thought yeah. that was 
very well put because that was one of my criticisms of Derek was in that playoff game. We had four plays inside the 10 yard line to put the ball in the end zone against the Bengals to tie the game. And what was it was a spike. It was a throw out of the end zone. Uh, It was an overthrow to the side of the end zone and then a throw short of the end zone. And I'm like, and I'll never forget. The first thing out of my mouth was Kenny would never do that. Never. Kenny's putting the ball in the end zone. See the see the sea of hands if you need a reference point. Like, and this isn't like trying to hold everybody to a standard, but of Kenny Stabler. But well, if you're a red quarterback, that's kind of a standard we hold you to. You know what I mean? So. But anyways, yeah, but, but that's, that's interesting. That's good, good conversation there. Y'all. And, yeah. Um, I will say this one last, one last thing, and then, and then we'll throw it to you, you two for one last thing before we uh, get to the sea of fans mailbag and hear from you and less of us, because that's a, always a good thing. Philip Mitchell in the chat. This was literally going through my head as I read this comment. He said the Colts ruined car. Oh. And sometimes you can be, the, the the best you're capable of being, you can have all the right intentions, you can have all the things stacked up for you, and then something happens and it changes your trajectory. And in 2016, Derek Carr was on an MVP pace. The Raiders defense was still in question. Um, we weren't a great defense. I don't have any delusions we were going to win the Super Bowl. But would it have been unheard of for the Raiders to make not even a surprising good to deep run into the playoffs. Very, very feasible. And Trent Cole rolls up on, on his leg, breaks his leg. And that's the day things changed for Derek Carr. It's never been the same. He was on a, on a, on not even a slow, but a really pretty good trend upwards on his career year after year. And then when that happened, it flattened out and at times it dipped and at times it came back up. And then it dipped again this year. But you know what I'm saying? Like it was up and down, up and down, up and down. From that point on, we had two games in 2017 where we kicked ass. And then we had that thing happen in Washington on Monday Night Football. And and then it all went down after that. And since then, it's been up and down and up and down and up and down for his career. And so while he's consistently put up numbers, he hadn't put up results. And it all started with the Colts on freaking Christmas Eve. And damn it. When we talked about going into this game, Michelle, you remember? I'm like, ah, Christmas Eve. Yep, yeah. And I know history doesn't inform our present entirely, right. but damn it, there was something in the back of my freaking Raider neck that was just tingling. It did not feel good. And that freaking Philip Mitchell, man, mm-hmm. like, think about that. That Christmas Eve to this Christmas Eve, what's transpired in that man's career? And I hate that for him because I hate it for the Raiders because, if again, if Derek Carr does well, the Raiders do well. But anyway, that's kind of my final thought on it. And, you know, uh, just say this, final thoughts on this. Much respect to Derek. Wish it would have been different, but it's okay that we're moving on and trying something different now. Our sample size was large enough. He got a yeah. fair shot. He went through numerous, you know, coaching, uh, you know, trees and scenarios and all that stuff. And, and now it's time to move on and for us all to hit that reset button and do something different. Yeah, I, I I echo everything you just said. Much respect to Derek Carr. Love him. He's my daughter's favorite player in the That's NFL. Right. Oh. Uh, you know, so so thank you for everything that you did for Raider Nation. If it is your time to go, mm-hmm. you know, then we got nothing but love and respect for you. But you know, you know, you're our favorite player till you're not a, in silver and black. And if you're not in silver and black next year, then then we just got to move on. And you know, looking forward to the future. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Brute Warrior in there says, "Be a Carr fan. I'll be a Raider fan." Yeah, that's ultimately I, what it comes I, down to, right? That's exactly the bottom line because I think it, at the 
base of it all, we want to see the Raiders do well. We want to see them win games consistently. I love Derek Carr for his loyalty. I'm sorry that his level of play never matched that level of loyalty. But uh, And shout out to him for hanging in there for all those years through all of the turnstiles of things that he went through. Like, I, a lot of people would have given up and said, trade me, get rid of me, I don't need this. Like, But but at the bottom line, we want to see the Raiders freaking win a Super Bowl again. That's So whatever it takes, I don't care who you have to get rid of or who you have to bring in, do that. And I'm going to cheer for it. Amen. Absolutely. Well, and, and one Raider content creator will probably be out of a job. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Bummer. Jesus. <laughs> oh, there he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. I said what I said. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, uh, Frank Fiore in there says the Raiders haven't been winners even before Carr. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we know. We yeah. know. And they weren't winners with Carr. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? And we want to be winners. And we so. want to be winners. So it doesn't matter, like, what, what how it looks, man. It, it really doesn't matter. I don't care who our damn quarterback yeah. is. Just somebody hoist a goddamn trophy. Well, once a Raider, while. always a Raider. So Amen. if he goes, he goes. He's still a Raider. That's it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, anyway, well. Uh, we could we could we could make this the Derek Carr show, and I've I've got even some more thoughts, but we'll save those to next week, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll get QB Jeff back in here. By the way, and uh, we'll talk yeah, to QB Jeff. Yeah, and yeah. we need to, to get his, his thoughts and yeah. kind of kind of finalize what we're feeling. And you know what? Listen, we're going into a game against the freaking Niners, right? And uh, and so you know what? So and and shout out uh, or not. Shout out all you Niner fans out there. Blaz. Uh, yeah, I thought his ass was going to be here tonight. Well, I reached out to him to come in maybe next week. So oh, maybe we'll okay. get we'll get we'll have a full house in here. It'll be yeah, great. Yeah. Uh so I reached out to Blaz uh busting with the boys, uh one of the producers there to, to come join us. He's a big Niner fan. My brother's a big Niner fan. Yeah. Um uh, the yeah. family gene mutated. Don't judge. It just I had nothing to do yeah, with that's it. That's goofy, man. It's, it's weird. Goofy. He's a Niner fan. But um, but anyways, you know, so hey, we got another game. And to me, here's what I here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm screaming, Raider Nation. Uh, we got two Super Bowls left. Two of our most hated rivals. 
We don't like the Niners, and we don't like the Chiefs, and they're on deck. So hopefully we'll see Jared Stidham go out there and throw for 400 and yeah. you know drop a few tutties on these guys. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, of course, it's it's not going to be pretty with our defensive you know injuries we've got going on, but yeah. you never know. Crazier things have happened. All right. Well, you know, so, so, so someone in the chat, yeah, and, and I've seen it all over social media and all that stuff. Well, at least Carr gave us hope. At least Carr gave us hope. I want wins. You know where my hope lies? <laughs> right here. That's there right. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Raiders, the shield. Yeah. The shield always gives me hope. I don't put my hope in a player. Mm. You know, yeah, those, oh, play, those players those right. players can be difference makers, but my my loyalty lies in something bigger than the players. Right. No player is bigger than the shield. No man is bigger than the shield, mm. and the shield is what I root for. So, you know, if you can be sad, and I'm sad. If Derek Carr, if this is it, I feel a, a kind of way about that because he's been my guy Same. for so long. Yeah. But, you know, next year, if he's not my guy, my hope will still be in the shield, will That's still right. be in the silver and black. Yeah, it's a great point, Jeff. It's not it's not bigger than any or, or it is bigger than everybody. And that's even Al Davis. Yeah. Even Al Davis recognized that. that right. You know what I mean? The Raiders were bigger than him. But anyways, good stuff there. So anyways, all right. Enough of us. It's time to check in with you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that's joining us in the chat room. Wyoming Raider is in there. Eyepatch, Juan Cortez. Paul is in there. Johnny uh, Gones is in there. Ron the Raider. Al's Ghost, speaking of Al, is in there. Um, <laughs> Nix392 is in there. Mojo is in there. Volkerball is in there. Andrew Coda, Brute Warrior, Valerie Lynn. Uh, let's see, Raider Critique. What's up, Raider Critique? Uh, Lencho is in there. Kyle is in there. Eyepatch, Lorenzo, Raider Way. Oh, my gosh. Uh, David is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends. HYB Sunny is in there. Frank Fiore is in there. Juan Avalos is in there. Uh, Vegas Raiders is in there. Gosh, Michelle. Uh, Duh Raider is in there. Trinidad is in there. Philip Mitchell is in there. Uh, Curtis Williams is in there. My gosh, so many of our good friends. Paul is in there. Jeez, uh, man. Like my, my finger's sore from scrolling up so high. Um, appreciate all of you so very, very much. Napoleon is in there. Ernie Cortez is in there. Uh, Big Easy is in there. My gosh, these <laughs> names are flying in, man. We appreciate you and your support of Raiders Fan Radio. If you could just do us a yes. quick favor, please, uh, while you're in here. Julian Cardenas is in there. Joel Denning is in there. Uh, hit the thumbs up. Hit the like. Uh, you know, stab the link, as the kids say. Smash the bell. All that good stuff. Uh, support Raiders Fan Radio, please, if, if, if you wouldn't mind, because uh, what we do with 100% of the money we make around here, whether that's direct donations, which is at our, um, uh, our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation. We formed a nonprofit when we realized we can make money with this show. Uh, if, if you direct donate... Uh, let me slow down. If you donate directly at onenationfoundation.net, 100% of that money goes to the foundation. If you give a super chat, 100% of that money goes to the foundation. But even if you can't support us uh, monetarily, just hit the like, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe. All that stuff amplifies our show. And with all that advertising revenue that we get, we give 100% of that money away to our nonprofit, the One Nation Foundation. And also, if you need some gear, you can go to our website, RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear, and you can go to our T Public site and buy some new gear. So I'm wearing the I'm wearing the, the 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 holiday shirt, the Christmas shirt, as the kids say, with our Raiders Fan Radio Christmas shirt. This is the last week you can get uh -oh. this, and then it's coming off until next year. So if you want one, grab one. And then also our incredibly inventive brand new T-shirt design, not influenced by any other podcast loosely affiliated with, <laughs> with Will Compton, 
is the Raiders fan Rito get made t-shirt that is over there getting uh, sported by a swag Jeff. So well, definitely yeah. uh, check that thing out at RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Get a t-shirt. They're like, what, Jeff, 13 bucks? Yeah, yeah. From now to the end of the year, That's they're right. running their final sale of the year. So 35% off. Yeah, you get a t-shirt for 13 bucks. You get a hoodie for like 30 bucks, all that stuff. Yeah, get in the mix with that. Come man. on. It's good stuff. Get in the mix. You can get a Michelle shirt. You can get a yeah. Michelle shirt. Yeah. yeah. So you, see you get a Michelle Mich- tote bag. You can get stickers. <laughs> oh, nice. You can get so all you, that stuff. So for those of you on the YouTube, you can see Michelle's got her logo there in the in the bottom left corner. And you can get a shirt with Michelle on there. There you go. No, uh, I don't there, know. There, I'm well, backwards. That's I'm right. sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find I'm, it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> but yeah, so you can find all of our gear there. So definitely go and help us out. Hit a like, thumbs up, subscribe, whatever. Any any way you can support the show, we appreciate it 100 because we're giving all of our money away to Raiders related charities. All right. right. So see you, fans, mailbag. Yes. So you can contact us a multitude of ways. You can you can jump in the chat at YouTube.com/slash Raiders Fan Radio, or you can email the show. And you can email the show at show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get your pens, people. You got uh-huh. it? Yeah. You got a quill uh-huh. for Paul? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's show. So S. S is in Sam. Uh-huh. Okay, right? Yeah. yeah. H. As uh-huh. in Hen and Hooker. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> o. As in, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, w. Win. Oh, oh, nice. So that is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, you can send us an email or you can call the show at uh, 909-345-3346. That is 909-345-3346. Uh, but before we get to your voicemails, we're going to go and jump into your emails. And Michelle is going to lead us off with the emails. Yep, here we go. Salute RFR. Salute Nation. We knew it was in the air that this was going to be a tough matchup. After the first drive, I thought we were Okay. I'm supposed to be watching and enjoying the game, not thinking we're okay because I knew we need to play 60 minutes, not 10. Jacob's comments were on point simply because these guys are professional athletes and should treat their job as such. Once again, Raider Nation, all we ask for, effort, not excuses. All we hear now are nothing but excuses. We begin this season with the undefeated preseason looking forward to absolute domination and we're completely let down. I hope Mark sticks with his three-year plan. We need consistently. I encourage Raider Nation to continue to fly the flags loud and proud. Support we never lack. Salutations from the Silver and Black Mac. Raiders! Okay, next we have Paul, and this just shows you, like, how down and out Raider Nation is. We okay. two emails. Like, I mean. Wow, yeah, you know, for sure. For sure. Everyone's, everyone's down bad. I'm sorry, guys. We're here for you. All right, here we go. Hey, everyone. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and managed to stay safe with that dreadful storm hitting the country at, the, at that minute. I apologize in advance for the negativity in this email, especially at this time of year, but it's hard to be positive, isn't it? I'm a horror fan. Books or films. I, look, I love a good psychological horror. Stephen King is my go-to author and currently Spanish-language horror films, thanks to the likes of Guillermo del Toro. You could put those two brilliant minds together, lock them in a room for a couple of months, and neither of them would be able to come up with a worse script than the horror show we're currently (laughs) enduring with the Raiders. Truth. Some things just haven't changed all season. Slowly, bit by bit, our optimism has been chipped away. Weekend after weekend, we've been subjected to ineptitude, and it's the same mistakes that are being made by the same people all the time. Outcoached by Dennis Allen, Todd Downing, and Jeff Saturday, and beaten by Andy Dalton, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, and now Kenny Pickett. There's only only a few that can hold their heads up and say they've done as well as they can, 
But by and large, I believe the quality of players we have are being let down regularly by inadequate coaching and a quarterback that must surely now be coming to the end of the line. There was supposed to be an unending amount of offensive play calling from Barney Rubble McDaniels and Patrick Graham was supposedly going to blind us with a variety of defensive lineups. So far, nothing. And before anybody screams at me that they haven't got the quality of players, then they should have used a playbook to suit what they have until they'd built the roster accordingly. If this bunch are on some kind of probationary period where they have to prove themselves to stay in a job, they're in a huge hole. You don't need me to go through all the negative stats surrounding us at this minute, but the one thing that has boiled my piss more than anything this year is the (laughs) lack of reaction to opposition adjustments. They never do anything. As soon as somebody throws a punch at us, this coaching staff has no idea how to react. It's been a scandalous misuse of the talent we have. Which brings me to the thorny subject of Derek Carr. I've been on the fence with him for quite a while, but I do think it's time to move on for everybody's sake. Financially, it doesn't make sense to keep him because of his contract and his inconsistency has now become unbearable. Of course, he's not to blame for everything, but you have to start somewhere and there has to be a plan to move on and try something fresh. Otherwise, we're just going to be stuck for another year playing Russian roulette football. Aside from the money aspect, I've read and seen over recent weeks where McDaniels doesn't trust him. So why would he keep him and use him to blood a rookie to blood a rookie quarterback? He's more likely to use DC as a scapegoat. There are so many things to be addressed, and it's going to be a very busy offseason. One thing is for certain, they need to keep Devontae Adams happy while they sort things out. I'm fairly sure when he signed his deal, he was sold a different story than the one we have now. He may be happy playing for his boyhood heroes, but he's 30 now, and he's a winner. He deserves to be on a team that's challenging for honors, not bouncing around in a rudderless ship from one game to the next, and now part of a project that could take years at the current pace. Keep him happy at all costs because the last thing we want is to see him asking for a trade. I don't think that will happen, but the thought won't leave the back of my mind. So we can trust McDaniels to improve his performance and change his way moving forward. Will he admit his failings and mean it rather than read it off a scripted card? And can we trust that DC will somehow become the quarterback machine we all want him to be in year 10 if he stays? We're seeing nothing suggest at the minute from either of them, so I think this is where Dave Ziegler has to start uh, his spring clear out. Next up, the Santa Clara 49ers are in town, followed by the Muppets from Missouri. And if any of you think they're about to ease up and play their depth players because they're already in the playoffs, then think again, my friends. They have a chance for a really to really rub our faces in the dirt, and that horror show could be one to watch from behind the sofa. Stay safe, RFR family, and Happy New Year to you all. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five times, time, five, five times, time, five times, time, times, times two. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Nice job, Paul. 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 Thank you, Paul, and thank you to all of the emailers tonight, which is all two of you. <laughs> 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 we appreciate you very much. You know what? It's kind of funny that, like, 
it got quiet in the sea of fans this week. Yeah. yeah. Like the last well, week. No, most times when the Raiders play bad is when we is get when the we most. Get the, I think, but I. Everyone was broken. I That's. Uh, it broke Go us. on about that. Yeah. Like that's what, when I started my rant, like I think that game really just kind of broke everyone down and it was like, what do you say? What do you freaking say besides every cuss word on the planet? And even then it was like. Is that even worth saying it? You're like wasting my breath. It just, I don't know. It just felt like everyone's spirit was broken. Absolutely. I think that's a great, great point there, Michelle, because yeah, there, and, and look, if anything, we can just see it reflected in the numbers and the, and the mm. amount of now granted because of the big news today, oh, yeah. we have a lot of you in the chat room tonight. And so there's been a lot of conversation now. If so, if Derek would have been benched on Monday, I'll bet you today's sea of fans oh, would have been lit oh, up. Been yes. bananas. It would have yeah. been true, bananas. True. But being that this is only coming off of just because, I mean, literally that news broke like, what, mm. two hours before showtime? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, it, it was. I, I'm, I'm with you, Michelle. Everybody, it, it felt very, very defeated. Um, there was a couple of calls that did sneak in under the wire, and we've got those. And can't wait to feature these calls. And, and uh, for those of you that are in the chat room and you've never called the show, like, Give us a shout. Um, yeah, man. You know, 909-345-3346. And uh, we want to hear you. And, 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 you know, for the most part, I play everything. Like anybody that calls us uh, during the week, we get you in. And especially during the off season, like it gets real lean, frankly, during the off season when there's not a lot to talk about and we'll just get a handful of calls. And so we'd love to hear from you. But, you know, this is the time of year, man. You know, especially like, like we just said, uh, the participation drops off because everybody's feeling broken. Like, Give us your take. And it doesn't have to be like a current take. Like, tell us a story about why you became a Raider fan or like whatever. Just like, but, but just call. No pressure, man. You don't, we get some very creative, fun calls, but don't feel like you got to, you know, do a whole produced number or nothing. Just, just give us a call. Give us a quick take. Take a minute, you know, and, and talk about the Raiders. You, you if you're, if you're watching this show, you love the Raiders. <laughs> Tell us why you love the Raiders. Like, just just hop on there, and we would love to hear from you, okay? Uh, so that And that's, again, that's 909-345-3346. All right, let's check in with uh, with our good buddy, uh, Animal Mother. He is down there in, uh, uh, in Southern California, down there just outside of L.A., and let's check in what he's got to say this week. Uh, let me just say this. I got my edit button on <laughs> qu- quick, early, and often with Animal oh, Mother's good. call this week. Yeah, My guy. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Animal Mother calling in from uh upland california hey uh, i just want to uh i want to thank Derek carr for ruining christmas for everyone this terrible fucking throws you gotta be kidding me i mean i don't even know what to say uh, we got beat by a team that is not not good you know man uh yeah i'm and piss uh and then i gotta sit through christmas dinner tomorrow my sister-in-law who's a Steelers fan she's a casual she can't name more than two people on my team but still i'm gonna have to (laughs) hear it from her and now we're pretty much done so yeah it's great uh i have uh avoided the uh Derek carr hate train for a long time because i think he's a good dude but man he was garbage tonight (laughs) terrible you can't put that loss on our defense. Like, it's on him. I could have made that throw to fucking Renfro, and I'm. Oh, oh you I'm missed one. I missed one. Oh, I missed another oh, one. My God, I got to get up. It's 8:30 p.m. California time. I got to get up at 1:30. Preheat the grill. Got a 20-pound prime rib. 
going on. Even the prime rib. The prime rib too. <laughs> if we had uh, not and just been terrible tonight, <laughs> asshole. My long lost right. brother. We'll let you guys hang in there. Animal mother out. Oh my gosh, animal mother. Wow. Oh, it's so funny. So <laughs> he may be the first person ever to cuss at a prime rib. Right? Yeah, that poor prime rib didn't do anything to him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Except nourish him it. deliciously right? after the yeah, fact. Right? Yeah, 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 wonderful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Ron the Mater says the bleep to regular word ratio is almost one to one. No kidding. Well, being that his brother is CPA Joel and he does numbers for a living, maybe we can <laughs> yeah. we can figure that out. That'd be a fun one to like break down the the amount of f bombs to. <laughs> To words, to regular words, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, in my excitement to play Animal Mother's call, I forgot to kick it off with Cousin Sonny. Oh shoot! Yeah. So, Cousin Sonny called in, uh, got in late, but he got his call in, and so let's go ahead and really the Animal Mother, like that's a special place to kick off the segment here in the the voicemails. Uh, But let's go ahead and 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 return serve to Cousin Sonny and check in with him and find out what he's got to say this week. Murph, this is Cousin Metered. Take Sunny <laughs> up here in the Pacific Northwest. What up to uh, Swag and Michelle, all the made men, the Raider Nation out there in large. Murph, today's the day. BC is benched, and we're getting a new quarterback the next two games. And, you know, most likely we're getting a new quarterback moving forward with the Raiders. All the Kardashians will be upset. All the car fans will be upset. And all those who really know football and leadership will be justified, right? Because Derek Carr's moving on. But Murph, here's the thing, man. We owe this guy a big thank you. Anybody who calls themselves a Raiders fan owes Derek Carr a big thank you. Because for the last eight years, at least we've had consistency at the quarterback position. Murph, remember the hope Derek Carr provided us? Now, this is hard as a fan, right? Detach yourself from the fumbles through the end zone. Detach yourself through the cold weather games. Detach yourself from all the ways Derek Carr disappointed you. Because he did in droves. We got to give the man respect. He brought hope to this Raiders team eight years ago. He brought hope, a fresh face, a gunslinger. And for those first few years prior to that injury on Christmas Eve against the Colts, D.C. was on a trajectory I think all of us would say that ended with the MVP of the league. Then he gets hurt, doesn't able to come back from that. But D.C. gave us hope. He is our, he is our, our version of Luke Skywalker, man. Because remember this, Murph? Fryer, Palmer, oh. Campbell, Russell, Culpepper, Walter, Collins. Those were all the quarterbacks prior to Carr. In between Gannon and Carr, we had a lot of no-names, a lot of guys we forgot about. And who knows what's going to happen moving forward. I'm happy Carr's gone. I'm happy he's benched. I'm happy all intents and purposes he's moving on. It's time to make a change. But Derek Carr, thank you for leading this team for the past eight years. Thank you for standing up at the podium amongst a bunch of shit in the background and standing up there like a man. I respect you. I wish you the best moving forward. DC. All right, there he is. Yeah. Got him Good Coach, take, right? Absolutely. Great take. 
Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's, those things are unquestioned, you know, and, and, yeah. and, it, and it really is. And I love the way he framed that. Like if we remove all the disappointment and the, and, and all those things that, that he detailed there, that's what Derek Carr was. We had Derek Carr and Khalil Mack in the same right. draft. Yeah. Like solid, we, solid man. And, and Gabe Jackson, by the way, shout oh, out Gabe man, Jackson. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like that was a great draft and like, and, and it's, and it did because all those years leading up to that, they were lean, I mean, they were super lean. We had all the dysfunction going on with Al, you know, at the end of his life. And we had all that, like, you know, the coaching volatility and the player volatility and facility volatility. Like there was everything. And we were an embarrassment. I mean, the Raiders were a laughing stock of football, if not all of sports for a good while. And that draft and that regime of of uh, of Reggie McKenzie and, and, you know, and and I guess, well, well, of course, Jack Del Rio, but like. That's what brought it back. And, but Derek was the, he was the, the original part of him and Khalil were the ones that were the catalyst for all that. So anyways, I think like, it's just such his solid, like acknowledging the poor play, but also acknowledging the loyalty. I think if everyone could just do that and then move forward from that, like, but that's a balanced take. It's well, that's what's so hard for so many people. It just, their emotions, some of you guys, y'all's emotions. Y'all gotta get those in check. <laughs> Including us sometimes. Because well, we get that way too. Well, Shut yeah, up, Jeff. You're yeah. totally wrong, right? <laughs> well, you, you when you get your emotions though, y'all you always find that balance. You come back right. to that like set point. Right. Well, a lot of people don't. They just go straight to the freaking moon. Right, right, right. And right. never come down. And and that's what I like about his take. Like acknowledge that he never made it where we thought he was gonna make it, but man, he had he really stuck the in there, was there. For Raider Nation. Yeah. He really hung in there for us. Absolutely. And shouts out to him for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Much respect. Uh, Pirate 1975 says, call Matt Flynn back. We had uh-huh. the Matt brothers. So we had <laughs> Matt McGlynn, uh, Matt, Matt Flynn, Matt McGloin, and Matt Schaub. Yeah. All for the, in that in that chunk of time. Like, yeah, Holy there was cow. there was a lot of quarterbacks in there. Yeah. We can make an awful long yeah. list, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Absolutely. Let's let's go ahead and head down to uh, Alabama, the 703, and check in with our buddy Josh down there. Hey, Josh, hope you're feeling better, man. Like, Josh. He brings a lot of fire to his calls. Dude's down right here. He's oh, playing injured. No. Oh, no. But yeah, but he's made, but much respect. He still made a call to the show. So I hope you're feeling better, man. Hey, fam. A little under the weather right now, so I only got my usual fire today. I was sick the whole weekend, so the, the game started me out on the wrong foot, period. Mm. And, uh, I mean, that was, that was just embarrassing. I mean, it's put a blame on whoever you want. Last week's show, talking about, you know, we know what car is, that and the other. I think that, you know what, if if you have to move on from me, move on from. I just don't want to, I don't want to go back to the Kerry Collins and the Walters and the Russells and all that stuff. I think we've all tried something before and said the grass was green on the other side and then it wasn't. It is what it is. Uh, but that was just bad. I mean, the fucking... The line's not holding up. Cars getting, you know, I know the weather. The, uh, that last interception was terrible. Because I, when he took the, when they took the field, I was like, you know, I, I believe him. I'm like, hey, he's going to go down the field. Mm-hmm. And obviously he threw that pick and that was it. But, you know, you can see Renfro and him were not on the same page. I don't know, also on that third and one, you know, right before they got the ball back for their final drive. 
why the hell would you throw that ball to Devontae? Why not hit a drag route or something? I don't know if that was scheming or what. I mean, you know, it's like you guys said, there's people out there that know football way better than I do. I know from a fan's perspective, I can say things about leadership, but when it comes to actual X's and O's, I am a dummy. <laughs> you know, so somehow by some miracles, still have a chance for the playoffs. See what 1.2% happens. chance. And so man, the Niners. Josh is 7-0-3. Love it. You know, one of the things I'm going to miss most of when we get into the offseason is Josh calling in and going, man, the whoever. The who, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, he, he can still do that. Stop. Yeah. He doesn't have to stop. I'll, I'll just be like in his just life. Just pick something, anything. Just, just do Andy Reid and Prime Patrick Mahomes this every other go. week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Prime rib. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be animal mother's yeah, call. F Man. Prime rib. Man. <laughs> prime rib. <laughs> Don't talk shit about prime rib. Don't, no, no. Hey, oh, don't get me started rib. on prime rib. Oh, bro. You love that shit. I love that shit, bro. <laughs> that was like you. You missed, you missed my cuss word. No, like you did yeah, animal you did. mothers. I did? Man. Now I have a confession. I've never had prime rib. So. Oh, you haven't? No. Never. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Confession. Wow. Shout out That's fuck crazy. Shout out to the Hollywood Casino in Tunica, Mississippi. <laughs> they got some killer ass prime rib. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh no! Animal mother said he got drunk and burned it. Oh, he got oh, drunk and burned it. Oh no! Still good though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next Christmas, bro. <laughs> Last Christmas, <laughs> I burned a prime rib. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> the people that are new to the show are going, they're like, what the? They're yeah, like, man. what the? people doing right now we just yeah. lost eight viewers yeah, of yeah, course we did, we did. yeah like, all right all right next up let's check in let's go up to new jersey and check in with our buddy rev raider what's going on murph happy belated birthday to uncle mosh hey. young swaggo hey. the f-bomb sommelier hey by the way much respect uncle mosh having okay. his birthday yeah, that's, that's right, right. Mosh's birthday Happy was birthday. on the 23rd. Yep, sure was. And as Mosh likes to say, uh, three days in a row, me, Nixon, and Jesus. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So happy, happy birthday, Uncle Mosh. Uh, continued celebrating retirement and got to spend uh, Christmas Day yeah. and, and with it, with him yeah. and the family. How's he doing? It was, How's he doing? Oh, How's he like, doing? so good. Like, amazingly good. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, he sends us pictures of all the deer he's killed. Oh, he's killing deer. Fun. He's making charcuterie boards. Oh, he's nice. smoking meat. He's like, yeah. And he, and he texts me this week and goes, hey, you want to go to Kentucky, go to a casino? <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, now you that Valerie right now? <laughs> has taught me how to use those machines, listen, oh. now I haven't caught the bug. I, told oh, him, I was like, no. oh, no, I think we need to go back to Vegas. Oh. <laughs> well, Tunica's a lot <laughs> closer. Like, oh, we shit. just left. No, no, yeah, listen, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to go back yeah. to Vegas for a while, but Tunica. <laughs> or Hopkinsville, Kentucky, Valerie we got some We got some She did? Oh, that's awesome. Making sense. It didn't make sense before. She helped me make sense. Oh, right on. Oh, yeah, cool. So. Yeah. Shouts out to her. Word. Mm. <laughs> Much respect, baby. Yeah. Hey, there you go. All right. Back to Reverend. 
<laughs> it was probably in uh, rare form on Saturday, Michelle Sweat. <laughs> this is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Man, it's a, it's, it's a rough one. There's a couple of things I wanted to just say. Um, I was hearing what you guys were talking about, the D.C. contract last year, um, this year coming up and stuff like that. And I just remember, I want to say, I remember at the beginning of the season, Everybody was ecstatic about the contract because they thought he was going to be doing good and stuff like that. And they were saying how in the years to come that 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 thirty four million and up is going to seem like pennies because he's he's you know everybody else is going to start getting paid. Plus, let's not forget the YouTube deal for Sunday Ticket is coming up. You know, and YouTube has exclusive rights for two billion a year. Is that so right? That means yep. the salary yeah. cap is going to go yep. up with yeah. those revenue. YouTube got it. That's right. You know. Um, oh, now, I will say this. I, I am a DC fan. Too. I'm a supporter. But he did himself no favors in the game. You know, I like that was a terrible performance, and it, it hurt. It hurt to see that. And we all know he can be better than that, but I just don't understand what the disconnect is. So, I like... I just got a feeling in my gut. I was just like, man, this dude might have just sealed his fate, Oof. you know, yeah. and it sucks to say that, you know, because mm -hmm. I would like, I think he would do better in the second season in the system. He probably would. Yeah. But Fair. God yeah. knows what, what, what the, G, the GM and the brass is thinking right now. So at this point, I'm just going to sit there and just watch and see, see how he performs the rest of the season. If he even plays, if they bench his butt or something. Oof. You know, how about well, that? Uh -oh. a, a lot of that loss falls on him. It, it Rev Stradamus right there. Yeah, say. big time. It has to. Miss you know, I will say, Boston Moreau, he got to do better. Mm. Drop passes, penalties every game. Yeah. Illuminor keeps having dumb penalties. Mm -hmm. And then that, um, the defense played good, but the uh, that last play, somebody messed up. <laughs> Nate Hobbs, I think he should have had, he should have been guarding the inside. Because you had help over the top, and he just let Pickens just just run free on the inside, and so he should have took he should have been had inside leverage if you had help over the top. That was just what I saw just from just from looking at it initial. I hadn't dig dug into it or anything, but uh, tough loss and it's a struggle. You know, I just wanted to be positive through my through my Christmas uh, season. Happy New Year's to y'all. I'm good. Love y'all. Peace. Oh, there he is. Rev Raider. Nice. Great call. Yeah. We haven't even talked much about Foster Moreau. Uh, no. let's, 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 let's pass it around. Kick it off, Jeff. He gone. Yeah. He gone. You know, you, you know, we talked all off season. You know, I mean, before, before Darren Waller got signed, mm -hmm. we were like, it's okay. Even if he doesn't <laughs> sign. Even if he just, you know, he, he had just signed with Drew Rosenhaus and we were like, you know what? If he wants too much money and we can't pay him, whatever, whatever, he sits out, don't worry. We got the second best tight end in the NFL <laughs> in Foster Moreau. No, we don't. Mm -mm. No, we, no don't. we don't. Dude's got rock hands, man. Dude can't Stones. catch nothing this year, man. I feel like it, it, in 2022, that dude is like skydived mm -hmm. down. I mean, he's just, he doesn't have it. I don't know what I don't know what the deal is, man. He just I mean, besides that one catch, he went on busting with the boys. Maybe they have a jinx. Oh, or something. they're gonna change. Oh, bro. I'm just yeah. saying. Darren Waller got hurt. Foster mm. got well, stone hands. Damn, Will Compton jinxed himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> with a stupid ass 
bet the bus stuff. Oh. Year 10 Ooh, is dead. Careful. Yeah. We'll never text you back. Uh-oh. Oh, good. He's Nothing's up. changed. He's already not texting it back. Jackass. <laughs> no, the thing about Foster Moreau that's so like frustrating is that... that <laughs> That's funny, dude. <laughs> hey, make another shirt so we can steal, so we can steal an idea. We need another idea. <laughs> <laughs> he's, his inconsistency is similar to Derek's. You know, it's like, man, when he's good, he's oh, good. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah, when he's yeah. bad, exactly. it's like, oh, shit, he's bad at really bad moments. And so yes. I don't know. that I Listen, if we're going to start shaving off the stuff that's not worth it, See you, you bye. One of them. Yeah. Well, Waller's, in, Waller's the only tight end we have under contract yeah. going into 2023. And just yeah. like Derek, like yeah. with Waller going down, that should have been an opportunity for Foster to, to ball out, right? right. Gosh, yeah. totally. And he didn't. And he didn't. And then he did. And then he didn't. And it's not, we don't want inconsistencies. No. We want full on, God, I hate this dude. And I hate to throw his name out there, but Travis Kelsey, like uh, that, you throw that, you could throw a, bowl of jello and he's going to catch all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want that. That needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> I want that. Yeah. Yes. I want my tight end and wide receiver. I want that. Like, Amen. Patrick Mahomes knows, I don't care where he's at, wherever he's at, I'm going to throw this ball and he's going to pull it in. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. Foster Moreau's not that. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And Darren, but Darren can be that guy. Yes. Like Darren could be that he guy. Darren's that got that guy. range. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, I don't I don't yeah. I'm with you. I don't I, yeah. Foster will get a nice payday yeah. from some team that needs a tight end. That's right. But it won't be the Raiders. Right. Because yeah. we don't need a tight end, not. frankly. Yeah. Well yeah. <laughs> the Jesper Horstead 2.0 experience <laughs> will start. Lorenzo's in the chest saying, game. Well, don't worry, Gronk's gonna come back. Oh. And he's gonna play for the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hope that is that in che- is that tongue in cheek. I hope so. I, I, I think so because I'm assuming, but because the Tom thing is very real. That's I've heard that. The what Tom the Tom Brady. thing, Tom Brady. So you got okay. Listen, because here's the here's the thing, Raider Nation, and, and shout out Mo Moten, who is oh, yeah, Mo yeah. Moten Mo's article this week. We it we, was so good, man. So good, it, it, and it was professorial as well, right? Mm, we all all three yeah. of us read through it before the show. He had some great takes on there, and this was prior to the Derek Carr benching. But like he, his hot quote, hot take because Mo doesn't have like hot takes. Mo, Mo right. has like metered, like legit, informed <laughs> takes. But he's like Mac Jones, like. And if you think about Mac Jones coming over to like, look what Mac Jones did in Josh McDaniels' offense. So Josh McDaniels has faith in Mac Jones. He also has faith in Jimmy Garoppolo. And while I was kind of being silly earlier, Raider Nation, when I dropped that name, it makes sense. It makes sense financially. It makes sense with the playbook. He can fit right in. He's had success in Josh McDaniels' system. Oh, yeah. And then there's that other guy, Tom Brady, that's had a little bit of success in this system, too, playing with Josh Mm. McDaniels. So don't be shocked if one of those three guys are not a starter for the Raiders next year with then a drafted quarterback to back them up and then eventually take the place and become the starter. We're going to get a bridge guy. That's effectively what we're going to get. And it's very likely it could be one of those three. Cause I don't think Belichick is sold on Mac Jones, but Josh McDaniels is. So I'm just saying that's probably where this thing is going to go. And I'm going to piss some people off, but you can be pissed off and it's okay. Just know this, that we are all pulling the same rope here. We all just want the Raiders to win. And that's at the end of the day. And that doesn't, nothing else matters because nothing else matters. This whole rate triots thing or Raider triots thing or whatever. I don't give a shit. 
period. Bill Parcells took the Giants to the Cowboys and found success. Like it does, you know what I mean? You can, you can, whatever. There's a, Don Shula took the Colts to the Dolphins and found success. It doesn't matter to me what your prior experience has been. I don't, yes, I know you hate Tom Brady and I'm not a huge fan of his either, but if he can bring a Lombardi trophy to Las Vegas, I don't care. Just bring us some God dang wins. You can bring influences from other organizations. I don't care. Don't marginalize Raider nation or the Raiders themselves, but guess what? The Raiders aren't what they were anyways. So like just, Win, right. baby. Yeah. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, <laughs> Jay Cutler. I don't give a shit. Like, pick a person. Just oh, listen. As much as I Michelle. hate Tom Brady, I do. He's not the worst bridge quarterback I can think of. You know right? what I'm saying? Like, yeah. listen. If Let's it means win it's football take games us to the finally. Yeah. Getting to my son will finally get to see the Raiders Amen. in their heyday. I don't right. give a fuck. Crap. <laughs> oh, it, I, I did stop it. I yeah, didn't, didn't, I didn't land. Was good. You I didn't, didn't go land the cage. I didn't land the cage. Yeah. I'm like Southwest. I didn't land. But um, I, um, I <laughs> don't care who it is. Awesome. I don't. If we're headed towards a Super Bowl, I don't give a shit who it is. My Mojo God. in the chat just said Jim Plunkett. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> Drafted by the Patriots oh. and won his two goddamn Super Bowls. There. Anybody remember Rich Gannon? He was a Chiefs quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And w- took us to a goddamn <laughs> Super Bowl. Mojo said she went. That's a strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, seriously, guys, like, yeah. it doesn't yep. matter prior experience. Lyle Alzano was a Bronco. Totally. Bill Romanowski was a Niner and a Bronco. Yeah. Willie Brown was yep. a Bronco. Yeah. Like, don't tell me that like this whole like influence of where players or teams or coaches started, that it has to inform who we are today that's right. bullshit no willie brown the greatest of all time right there was a bronco and al davis went and got him and brought him over and he ended up being the greatest for the raiders ever yeah. so like this the past is not the precedent man i'm sorry I, yeah i don't care if you bring over tom brady you could bring over matt patricia to coach the god dang defense i don't give a shit yeah. just win effing football games well yeah well and that's and that's exactly it and the people that they're, you're getting roasted right now. Yeah, and that's, I don't and care. Care. And that's fine, man, because you know what? Because those people, I mean, yes, to, I don't like Tom Brady because he's not a Raider. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it, and he's goes, a it goes a little deeper than that. It goes deeper hey, than I that. Got, hey, I got news for you, Raider Nation. Al Davis was a charger. Yeah, I mean. Hello. Come, come hello, on, man. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what? Like, yep. yeah, he's not mad. And it goes deeper than that. You know, I, I don't like a player if you're not wearing silver and black. I don't like you. You suck. I hate you. But you know what? If Tom, how how interesting would it be? So say it, let, let's let's the Raiders sign Tom Brady. Rob Gronkowski follows suit. Everyone wants to go catch one pass from Tom Brady. Whoever Man. we sign, whoever we get, all these people on player friendly deals, all that stuff, and the Raiders win the twenty twenty three Super Bowl. Will that justify and totally write the tuck rule? No. No? No, but it will it will help be us. sweet as hell. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Don't be married Do to you th- don't be married to a player. Be married to the shield. Amen. Yeah, yes, you know what? You think I Charles hate- Woodson is not gonna freaking celebrate? <laughs> 
Tom Brady hoisting a Lombardi exactly. trophy for the for Raiders? The Raiders yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on, man. Gosh, that might be the most iconic photo yeah. ever. <laughs> if it was Brady in a Brady in a Raider jersey standing next to Chuck Woodson, arm in arm right there holding the Raiders' fourth Lombardi trophy. I mean, I hate Brady because he's not a Raider now. I would love him if he signed. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a Raider. Once he's a Ra- well, because the thing about it is when a coach or a player leaves a team, they leave that team and they go to no one's I don't think that Josh McDaniels is deliberately trying to create the what it Raidriots or whatever the people people are calling it. Like he's trying to create his team for the Raiders. Like he wants to be a Raider. He taught a lot of the things that he says, you can tell he's trying to embrace that like persona. He's trying to embrace that Raider image. And uh, when players come from other teams, I mean, players hop around all the time, but whoever they're with, they want to win for that team. And I, I don't understand, like, and I see a lot of people in the chat that are a little, little irritated by what we're saying. I freaking hate Tom Brady for what he did. But if he can help elevate this team to a level that is a Raider standard should be, bring it. Yeah, like, I don't not? care who it is. I don't care if it's shitty Carson Wentz. Like, if you can win us a Super Bowl, <laughs> sorry, Carson, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus, but. No, no, he sucks. It's but okay. sucks, but I mean, if I don't care who it is. Amen. I do not care who it is. If they are with Raider Nation, I'm with them. And if they're bringing me a Super Truth. Bowl, you damn right I'm going to celebrate. I don't care who it is. It doesn't well, look, matter. If you're, if you're successful at a job, it doesn't matter what job it is, whether right. it's the NFL. Or where you whether came it's, from. Whether it's, you know, I work in tire sales. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, you do your stuff. My wife's a wedding planner. You know, all these different things that people do. If you're successful and you switch jobs, you're going to take what you did successfully and bring it to your new place. That's right. Because that's what it takes. You know, I mean, God forbid someone pull you from another job. You know, I mean, I'm in sales. So another company goes, hey, we want you to come work for us. It's because you were doing something right. Right. So Mark Davis calls Josh McDaniels and says, all those Super Bowl rings you got, that offensive mind, I like it. Why don't you come do it here? Do what you got to do. Bring in who you got to bring. Do what you, you know what I mean? Like, if it works... It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Just win goddamn football Do you want to wish that we win a Super Bowl? Or do you want to freaking win a Super Bowl? Let's go, that's Michelle. it. But that's the only question. Truth. Truth, man. Come on. Come on. Amen. I, I, I want to see a Raiders Super Bowl. I've never the seen end. one. Period. It doesn't I matter. See, I want to see one. Bring the fourth Lombardi Before trophy. Before I die, I want to see <laughs> a damn Super Bowl <laughs> Bring number four. My gosh, man. This is fun. The good stuff, man. You know, and listen, y'all, I, I, listen, it doesn't, none of us are right. None of us are wrong. Everyone's got their opinion right. and they're just like our buttholes, man. They're all individual to our own. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, hey, man, we all got them. Very, <laughs> we all got very them. Very specific there. Very specific. <laughs> assholes, and, assholes and opinions, right? That's right. We, we all got one. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's absolutely. So appreciate it. But keep yours coming. Not your buttholes. We don't want to see those. But keep your opinions coming. We don't. Too much for him. Keep them coming, but not your buttholes. That sounds like a call that Mojo would make. Oh, bruh. 
Paul just Holy took God. a weird yeah, turn. Paul, a weird turn. Yeah. Paul, don't act brand new. Hey, Come I on now. I was going to yeah. say, Paul, <laughs> Come on now. Before, you know bro. this how this how we roll. One says a new meaning of the black hole. Oh, God, Jeff. Jeez, Jesus, we... <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the, that's the 15% that vibrators referring to in there. All right, well, that's our kind of people right oh, there. Oh, my gosh. That's uh, so about. funny. All right, so let's, let's, <laughs> let's cleanse the palate a little bit Woo! and check in with our good friend. <laughs> Oh, my glasses are so funny. I'm crying. Uh, y'all are too funny. All right, let's check in with CPA Joel. Hey, Murph Swag and Michelle. This is CPA Joel. Ignore the first message. Somebody distracted me. I'm here in downtown Franklin. Uh, just got the news that Derek Carr is getting benched, and it looks like the end of the era for the Raiders. Um, you know, he's a good guy off the field, said all the right things at the podium, uh, just didn't, didn't make it happen with the Raiders. So hopefully – Hopefully he uh, has a bright future in all his future endeavors, whether or not that's in the NFL. Um, he's a good guy. Nobody can, can really uh, deny that in terms of his uh, off-field um, activities and persona and his family. Uh, he's got a lot of good things to look forward to. Uh, just it doesn't seem anything's going to be with the Raiders. Uh, in terms of next steps, uh, I look forward to the off-season and helping you guys grow the One Nation Foundation, going to the Crab Fest dinner, which, again, thank you guys for including myself and Animal Mother, um, and hopefully raising a heck of a lot more money for an awesome cause. To all the other listeners, please share this podcast, share the One Nation Foundation with all your friends in, in Raider Nation, and, heck, even now the other fans. You know, we're doing good things here. They're doing great stuff. Um, Murph, Swag, Michelle, you guys are awesome. Appreciate you guys. Go Raiders. All right, there he is, CPA Joel, man. We appreciate you. <laughs> Good stuff there, my friend. We have- Oh my gosh, it's so so good there. So yeah, so CPA Joel, as, as I mentioned, a uh, new addition to the One Nation Foundation family, uh, to the board of directors. He's handling all of our money management from this point going forward because uh, I love numbers, but I hate math. And <laughs> So let the math guy do the math guy. Let the numbers guy do the numbers. Uh, hey, did so- you get that wrong? Don't you hate math, but you love numbers? That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just check that's it. what I meant. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late, and we're, we're coming off a butthole segment. I'm a whole mess. <laughs> the buttholes threw him off. <laughs> threw me off. But anyways, hey. but appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, so, but appreciate <laughs> All right, we got. But I appreciate CPA Joel, man. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 excellent addition to the team. Totally. <laughs> Paul, is that what you're laughing at? Ron. <laughs> Oh, which one? The autumn wind comes from a puddle. Oh my god! We can't stop it. This, is, this thing is rolling downhill now. The trains are rolling. All right, all right. So speaking of buttholes, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, the guy that made that term famous around that's here. Right, that's right. Oh, uh, that's it for you old school RFR uh, folks. You know who you know who we're talking about. Let's check in with our good friend down in San Diego and check in with Mojo. Well, Smojo here in San Diego, Raiders fan radio, made men, made women, Raider Nation. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. <laughs> you know what I got for Christmas? I got three interceptions for Christmas. <laughs> but, you know, it turns out that New Year's is going to be a better holiday for old Mojo. Because guess what? Derek Carr is no longer the starting quarterback. Of our Las Vegas Raiders. 
And, you know, Raider Nation has always been split 50-50 right down the middle on everything concerning good old D.C. All I can say is just embrace the change. In with the new, out with the old. Let's see what happens. Just win, baby. Mojo out. All right, there is Mojo down in San Diego. Appreciate you, Mojo. Uh, <laughs> CPA Joel in the chat says, <laughs> glad I had to follow buttholes. Yeah, no kidding, yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. Sorry, Joel. Yeah, that's what, that's what goes on around here sometimes. All right. All right, let's go ahead and tap out of the Sea of Fans mailbag. We appreciate you very, very much. And uh, so we award uh, the best of the best. Uh, that is the best of the emailers or phone callers uh, each sure. and every week. We call it the Sizzler Award. And Swag Jeff, who do we got? Yeah, absolutely. So we started off with a couple of great emails, uh, Silver and Black Mac and Paul. And then uh, and then we, we started the voicemails. This time we started with Animal Mother, uh, who said uh, DC ruined his Christmas and he had to he had to cook an effing 20 pound prime rib. Uh, Josh in the 703 uh, sick, but he was still loyal to his call and DC was off during the game. Uh, Rev Raider called, talked about uh, the DC contract. He still supports him. But he, but all this is he's he's just hurt and he might have sealed his fate and uh, Rev Stradamus strikes again, right? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. CPA Joel talks about the end of the DC era and Mojo got three interceptions for Christmas and DC <laughs> is gone. So I'm going to do something a little bit different. Okay. So I don't know if he's ever gotten a Sizzler before. Okay. And he might be the first person on our show to ever get a Sizzler. What? The start of the show. Tonight's Sizzler goes to Sonny. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Oh, nice, Good Sonny. call, good call. No, he's eligible, Sizzler. I think, still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sizzler. Why not? Sizzler. Yeah. Sizzler. Sizzler. We are Metallica, and we are here. Well done, Sonny. From The Walking Dead to Aaron Jedi Knights. Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. DC is gone. Uh, hey, so so Paul says that that it's uh, it's Sonny's fifth Sizzler. Oh, so, okay, good deal. Yeah. Good well, deal. There you go. Yeah, there one. you go. Oh, hey, you know what? We're getting a call on the Raiders fan radio hotline. So, should we take a live call? Let's do it. Want to do a live not? call? Okay, let's all right. Do it. So let's see. So let me let me let me let me set this up. Swag Jeff, go ahead and uh, and shout out the chat room. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Hey, pineapple in the chat says great show. Twenty dollar donation. Yeah, hey. Thanks, pineapple. Much much respect. Much respect. So Mark Rose in there. Paul Ron's in there. Mojo. Uh, let's see. Oh, flows in there. Raiderborn Rico's in there. Uh, Volker Ball's in there. Cisco Diaz is in there. Uh, Pirate nineteen seventy five. Paul. Uh, Sam Williams is in there. Uh, CPA Joel's in there. Brian Santana uh, is in there. So yeah, we got the whole crew, man. For right sure. on. Absolutely. So okay. So we've got uh, just a, just a few minutes left here. So sure. if, if, whoever you, you were that just called first, we'll take the first call. Yeah. We've, we've yeah. not ever done live calls no. on this show. Nine zero nine three four five three three four six. That's call right. the hotline right now. We will answer your call and uh, keep it clean. Yeah, yeah, keep it clean. Keep it clean. Got to. Yeah, got, got, yeah. Keep it clean because we don't have the the the. the and there's no seven second delay. You right, know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead and call us up. 
uh, 909-345-3346. And then we'll get a, uh, Ron says, I was a live call on the show. Oh, that's right. Oh. We did do a once live before, oh, but that yeah. was before this new setup. Oh, here we go. All right. You're right. You guys ready? Oh, here we go. Oh, there you can hear, there you can hear the ringer there, Raider Nation. All right, let's see what we got. Call from Joel Denning. Oh, it's CBA oh, Joel. Oh. Joel. Send a voicemail. Press two. Oh. Did you press it, one or two? No, do uh, I press one? Uh-oh. I mean, I said to send a voicemail. Press two. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Joel! Hey, hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, CBA hey, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, great fall and buttholes, guys. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hey, hey, hey. There are easy worse things the, you could follow. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, with everything going on, you mentioned at the top of the show, I did want to share oh. one of my favorite Raiders memories. Is that, is that all right? Absolutely. Please do. Man, please do. All right. So, uh, hey, everybody, <laughs> I'm CBA Joel. I'm the, the nerd with the numbers. If you guys are watching, you want to know who I am. Hey, you know. That's who I am. Um, I'm not as creative as Animal Mother, who's my brother, but we got our fandom from our father, Rick Denning. Uh, rest in peace. He passed away in 2018, mm-hmm. and uh, he was awesome. He was a season ticket holder in L.A., so all the L.A. Raider Nation fans, like, let me hear, hear you guys uh, in the chat. I, I, lo- I love L.A. Uh, Raider Nation. Uh, I love all of Raider Nation, but I'm biased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so uh, I got to take my dad to a Raiders Titans game, I think in 2017, right? So they had just come off their great season, um, uh, Black Jack, uh, or Riverboat Jack, or whatever they were calling him at the time. Yeah. Uh, we had Amari Cooper. We had Amari Cooper. And uh, yeah. Tennessee. And it's I was, at the, I was, I was that there, game. too. I was there, too. We actually did a show live from there, Joel. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I hadn't included in the podcast yet. Where the hell were you at? <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I was trying, I was trying to struggle with my new career as a like an aspiring CPA. I hadn't, hadn't yet reached the rarefied air of a fancy piece of paper that gets me more money. Oh, there you go. Um, okay. <laughs> but I was able to take my dad to this game, and and when he passed in 2018, I didn't realize how special that would be. That was the first Raiders mm-hmm. game my dad and I had gone to. Oh, um, oh in wow. Awesome. We, didn't, we didn't come for money, and it was, it was awesome to do that. We tailgated. I pa- passed out beer. I, brought, I bring, like, three thirty racks when I tailgate, and I just hand them to Raiders fans okay, that I see. Okay, Joe. Uh, there we go. We, we got, like, about 150 Raiders fans over, and we, we sang happy birthday to uh, an individual with special needs. Um, it was his first Raiders game. He'd come down from Minneapolis. So, you know, shout out again to Raider Nation. That's awesome. But my dad was a troublemaker, and he he gave Animal Mother all the uh, creativity and uh, uh, way of trolling people. He was a troll before <laughs> trolls were a thing. Yes. And so every time Derek Henry rattled off a big run, we had this annoying, annoying uh, Bama fan, which, as you know, Nashville has. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got a few of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. One or two. Yeah. Too, too many Bama fans. Um, I, I don't want to hear Sweet Home Alabama ever again on Broadway. <laughs> don't go to Broadway. Um, yeah, he, 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 he would yell, roll tide, every time Derrick Henry did anything on the field. Well, anytime D.C. Derek Carr made a connection with Amari Cooper, my dad leans forward to this very rotund gentleman and yells, roll tide, right in his ear. Uh, right in his ear. And the guy turns and looks back at us. And we are with, like, probably 12 other Raiders fans in the area. And he's like, all right, let's go. 
my dad used to get in fights in the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. He he almost got kicked out of a game, which is another story for another time. We'll call it next week for that. <laughs> but he comes from the time in NFL fandom where yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get a fight with you. It's fine. And he was a he was a he was a security force in the Air Force. So I'm pretty sure he could have handled them. Plus, I was a Marine. I'm not going to let my dad get his butt kicked by some <laughs> some large Titans fan who doesn't even follow the team half time anyway. But that was uh, that was probably one of the nice. best. Games. Very good. That. Very good. That. Going to that game with my dad. Nice. Good job there, CPA Joel. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate the. <laughs> The good word, and uh, I love it, man. The chat room is is is, is lighting up and, and, and talking about your call. We appreciate you. Appreciate everything you've done for the One Nation Foundation. Yes. We yes. love you, brother, man. You've been such an amazing addition to the RFR family, and we can't thank you enough. And thank you for calling. Thank you for being our first live caller in a hot minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was awesome. Thank you, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys. Go Raiders. Swag. Murphy, Michelle. You guys are awesome. Keep it up. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Joel. See you, buddy. Bye. Hey, oh, how fun is that? That was awesome. Let's do a couple more. You want to do Jones? more? Why not? Call us, 909-345-3346. <laughs> we're taking, we're taking we're your live calls now. Hey, there you in go. between the traffic on the eights and the weather on the nines, we're going to so, need some more beer. I was going to say, do <laughs> I need to get another beer? Yeah, yeah get some more beer. We're going to take more the calls. the narrator says, hey, swag, AJ Cole says, but Cole. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. Go, okay. Here we go. So nine oh nine three four five three three four six. I'll put put it in the chat there. Swagger, please. <laughs> so so uh, Ebony Graves jumped in. Said, "Hey, sorry, I'm late. Uh, Tyrone's sick." So, oh, yeah, oh, so yeah, okay. he's, yeah. Oh, Tyrone's oh. sick. And then Raider Ben Raider Born Rico says, "Hopefully he'll get better, Ebony. Uh, ho- <laughs> at least it's not butthole pain." <laughs> oh no! Oh, nice. All right, here we go. Here's caller okay, number here's two. Caller number see, two. Let's see what we got. Call from Sam Williams. Sam Williams. Hey, welcome to Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, who, up, who, Sam? who do you got? Turn your turn your TV down there, your laptop or whatever. Okay, let me turn let me turn it down. I all yeah, I can I, hear I, is me yelling at you in the background. Okay. Okay, I'm turning down. Hold on, give me a second. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, I got it. I got it all the way down. All right, there we go. Who who do we yeah. got? Okay, so. Listen. Tell us your name. Tell us your name. Uh, Sam Williams. Sam Williams. West Los Angeles. Hey, sweet. Yeah, this this Derek Carr thing, he's a fall guy. I'm sorry. Bottom line, if you've seen from week one all the way until now, you know, all uh, McDaniels comes in. You got got Patrick Graham that's got uh, experience with the Giants and the Patriots. He's never been a defensive coordinator before. It reminds me of Ken Norton Jr., when Jack Del Rio gave him the job as defensive coordinator, and we were last in the league at giving up points. We got Derek Carr with six different offensive coordinators, six different head coaches. you got to really be intelligent to learn this, you know, and do this from scratch. And he's a Raider. But the thing is, there's so many things that went wrong this season, and it's been a lot of play calling on the offensive side and the defensive side. Like, it, it, like I was watching the Rams game. It's so many other games, like the Arizona game, we gave the league. But how many leads we gave up? But nobody's putting pressure on Patrick Graham when we switched to four, four three to the to the three four and the five two and you know and all this stuff. Like you got an undrafted rookie guarding Van Jefferson one on one on man to man press with one single high safety. And I don't see how it was designed, but it's just like these mistakes like that that cost us the game. And when Derek Carr's on fire, it's like he takes him out of rhythm. 
it's like he calls these weird plays and he had no pass attempts. Like the Rams, he only had 20 pass attempts. They ran Jacobs into the ground with a dislocated finger, even tried mm-hmm. to run a running back toss with him. And Jacobs was like, forget that. I'm running the ball. I can't throw the ball. Mm-hmm. But it's like just things like that I've seen during the whole season, inconsistency from McDaniel and Patrick Graham. And all of a sudden now Derek Carr is a problem because he had a bad game against the Steelers. Well, I would ask you this, though, Sam. I would, I would push back on that, and I would say this, that, like, you know, Derek Carr's had a large sample size, and he's had a large sample size through many offensive coordinators, many head coaches, and we have seen numerous examples of first-year quarterbacks in systems including the last two Super Bowls where you got guys stepping into roles and having success and, and winning championships. And so I'm not nowadays. I think it's a little bit different. I'm with you that like, especially like a, like a system like John Gruden, where it was, it's highly complex and all the play calls and everything. There's a lot to learn, but we see repeated examples of guys stepping in first year into yeah. a system, including Matt Stafford in LA, including Tom Brady in, 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 in Tampa Bay, as I mentioned, those guys came in, they won Super Bowls right away. Now, I granted, I know Derek Carr is not Tom Brady, but he sure as shit is Matt Stafford. Yeah. So, like, that's where I would push back a little bit on that idea. Yeah, tell me what you think. I get that part. And, 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 and the thing is, you're right. You're absolutely right. But just imagine to having to, have, to, having to do that over and over again, six, probably seven times from scratch. It gets tiring. If you understand what I mean, the terminology, sure, sure. you know, some offenses are the same. It, it gets tiring. Right. And then at the same time, it's like this now. Okay. coming over, And it just does get tiring. And yeah, you have seen these first, first guys, they come in and they learn it, but, and there's also guys that's been with the same system from a long time, kind of like how Tom Brady was with the Patriots. You know, you got, you got a uh, McDaniels over there and, and just like uh, you got, uh, I mean, Tom Brady came over to Tampa Bay and he's with, with uh, uh, the guy from uh, Marshall, um, what's his name? Byron Leftwich. Uh, what's the guy from Marshall? Yeah, Byron Leftwich. But just to learn it over and over and over again from scratch, but just to blame it on Carr, I just watched the season. If you really look at the season, even Adams is complaining about it. I know they don't want to put their coaches under the bus, but it's like, why, if it's not broke, why fix it? You see Adams having 100 yards and two touchdowns in the first half, and then, and then he gets two targets the second half. It just doesn't make any sense. And then you look at all the leads we gave up. Offense is a very important part of that. Defense really is number one on trying to stop, right? Because they make halftime adjustments. I, I mean, you saw Alvin Kamara run the same route three times no, out the backfield, yeah. and Patrick Graham didn't do nothing about it, and they just blew us out. Just as an example, it's been happening all year. And it, with, with play calling, when when there's problems on when there's defensive problems, right? Play calling on offense for us to score points points and take and start bringing like really trying to take him out the game mcdaniel's kind of being iffy 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 with his call like Carl wanted to go for with the kc game that was a really good game uh, that that patrick graham was calling first time i ever seen us blitz that much you know they, they rely on crosby too much and denzel pyramid and 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 uh and uh and uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh yeah mad max and, and and you know um uh you know they rely on them too and much Jones, yeah sure but you know and so it's like we weren't blitzing at all during the year playing man to man. And, you know, I, I know football. I've been, I've been in it a while, but it's just like I've seen a mixture of it. And most of it, it really, honestly, it's been on McDaniels. And I know it's his first year coming in. Patrick Graham never been a defensive corner running. But I think they're using Carr as a fall guy. I mean, this guy has worked his butt off. And, yeah. and I'm not making any excuses for him. He had a terrible game. 
but he's okay to have a terrible game. Yeah, Just I think one that, terrible game. Go ahead, Michelle. You know, this, a lot of interceptions. The sad reality. But I think it's frustrating. Yeah, no, I and I think you're right. Like, but I think the sad reality is that McDaniel's isn't going to blame himself. He's not going to say, my play calling has been really shitty. Like, I think, sadly, Derek Carr, because of his play, has become kind of the easy, let's bench him. Because I, I don't think anyone's, like, fighting on what he's he has done and he's he's fought his way through things, but he's not really excelled. And I think that's yeah. the problem. That's the problem. Right. That's exactly. the problem. He's not excelling he in a, all of these if things. If he had an AFC championship under his belt exactly. or something like that, he then would it makes have a leg to stand on. Right. But yeah, yeah, exactly. McDaniels is going to be like, hey, this is on me, guys. Like, I'm. this is on me. He's not going to do that. So he's kind of not a fall guy so much because he it is part of the issue, I think. You know? Yeah. So well, I think it's a little bit of the business side getting interfering with it, too. As, as far I'm, I'm saying the, uh, they're putting him as a fall guy, but I think the business side is getting into it too. Yeah. And Josh Jacob, Jacobs Jacob is frustrated. They mm-hmm. should have picked up his fifth year option. And, yeah, and, oh, yeah. and I'm worried about losing him. You yeah, know, and yeah. so you got you've seen Adam's reaction. But my thing is, is okay, loyalty. There's no loyalty in this thing, right? Mm. Of course, we know how that is. But no. one big part of why Adam came over was because of cost. You know, and I just to just and I know how it goes. And everything. So I'm sure McDaniels, I haven't seen Patrick Graham get any pressure or they talk about him all year, but he's been giving up these 17 point leads. And it's not, and it's like it's all on the players. It's not on his scheme. Right. I've been watching the scheme. And when he changes up the scheme and makes these adjustments, when he finally does, we started doing good against the run. Mm-hmm. If you notice in the last four games until Ramaj Stevenson, yeah, he blew a couple of big ones in the cold, but we've been doing it. He started to make adjustments and everything started to come together. But then Carr, you're right. Carr put that on himself. He overthrew the ball kind of like uncharacteristically. And I saw Matt Jones do the same thing. You know, I don't know if it was the weather or what. We, we, West Coast seems stuck in cold weather. It is what That's it is. That's the truth. That, that, is, that, that is, is the damn truth. truth. Yeah. 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 And, and you know what? Carr, I just think Carr has worked too hard with too many different coordinators and too many head coaches and, and deserves more respect, at least one more year. You know what I mean? Well, I think, it, I think it might just be time. It might just kind of be time for everyone to have a fresh start. You know, nine years into a thing. Him too. And yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for Derek too. too. I, I thought that too, I, think, yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. really think, you know, I love Derek Carr and he's my guy. And, you know, what What an amazing ambassador for Raider Nation that he is. But, you know, he's been through the damn ringer, man. You know, I mean, you know, obviously not from you, you know, which is fantastic. And, you know, but we, we've done that a little bit. And, you know, and, you know, geez, Twitter has just, you know, raked him through the coals. And so, and, you know. Oh, so fairly I, too, by the way. Well, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? mean, and that's you know, a lot and, of it too. And that's and that's and that's the thing, man. You know, as a as a middle ground fan who's more of a fan of the Raiders than he is of a player, you know, you can call a guy out when he does stuff bad, and you can praise a guy for when he does well. So, you know, Michelle and I were talking even today before the show that, you know, when Derek is good, man, he's the best quarterback in the whole league, man. And so when he's good, he's great. But when he's bad, he's trash. Like, it's really, really bad. And so it's, you know, so it's one of those things. So, you know, I think Derek deserves a second chance to maybe rejuvenate his career a little bit. And I think the Raiders are timed to, you know, even if it's not I think it makes sense for both, right? Even if it's not better, it's just different. And I think everyone needs a breath of fresh air. But Sam, we really appreciate your call, dude, brother. Sam, we're, you we're, rock, we're gonna, dude. Yeah, we're yeah. we're going to move on. We're, we're going to take one more call, man. But hold on, we, we really what? appreciate it. Say one more thing? Real quick, Can Sam. Go one ahead. One more thing. Yeah, please go I ahead. Really wish that we can. I really wish we can just have one more year just to see 
if it is Josh McDaniels or is it Derek Carr? That's a good point. That's a good point. We might see a taste of that in these next two weeks. Well, you know, then that's right. – yeah, we might figure it out in these next couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Right. Hey. When they bench them, so we won't be able to – yeah. I just wish there could be – hopefully there could be one more year with Carr, kind of like how they kept Guapolo on, on on the 49ers. And just to see if it's – if it is of uh, 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 Josh McDaniels in his system and all and – the, and, the, and, the, and the whole coaching uh, uh, staff that knew that came over, or is it really Derek Carr? Well, we're going to – And we – you it's know what? And, and Sam, and we might see that. Right. You know, that this – Derek Carr has not been oh, cut from the team. That's right. You know, Derek Carr is, is the third-string quarterback right now, and he is, you know, not showing up to practice. He's left the team, whatever, whatever. But this offseason is going to – it's going to be very telling. They're going to do a lot of evaluating. They're going to see. And if Derek reworks his contract and makes – maybe makes it a little bit cheaper, so instead of picking up that fifth year option we can go and sign Josh Jacobs maybe we don't even tag him maybe we sign him long term and we got the money to do that if he lets up on that contract just a little bit so you know it nothing's said and done for sure man and you know Derek Carr's my guy and he's gonna be my guy till he's not my guy and so you know so right now I hope he is our guy but if not then we're gonna move on to a different guy and we so. might find out we'll see what how Stidham does in this offense That's and then right. that, totally. might, that might I know it's not a direct relation to what you're talking about Sam but like it might be an, at least enough evidence but anyways we gotta, hey, we gotta hey, get yeah, to one more, call. one more call Sam well, thanks for the call brother Sam, we appreciate you man you rock Sam thank you so much hey call into the call into the hotline leave voicemails you can become a main man yeah for sure we'd love to hear you on the hotline Sam alright have a good night Thank you. All right, there we go, Sam. Get over, Sam. Great call. That's a great call, call man. Solid, man. Feel you, my guy. And what a concept we can have a rational conversation about Derek Carr. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. You know, we we didn't line up exactly with everything he was saying, but he was making good points. Oh, Oh, here we go. All right, here we go. We got one more. Oh, it's so exciting. This is fun, right? (laughs) It's like rolling the dice. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Call from Anthony Tyler, Tida Raider. What's going on with you guys? Hold on, let me. We're doing great. We're doing pull your ass, pull your ass over, man. Either that, either that or drive to Middle oh, Tennessee, I, I, bro. Hey, we weren't doing we weren't doing bad, but we're better now. That's right. Yeah, I had to put you guys on a Bluetooth. You know, I had to hop in my car real quick uh, <laughs> and uh, give it for a nice test ride. Oh, nice. What'd you get a new car? Uh, here ahead. Oh, uh, well, my wife did recently. Uh, oh, good. Oh, nice, to, nice, to make nice. that long trip down to Tennessee? Yeah, when are you going to move here, Ty? Right. Bruh. Uh, well, actually, you know, me and my uh, wife, we was actually planning our, uh, our anniversary. Usually, you know, we kind of go to Vegas and stuff. But this year, we was like, okay, I'm going to take her to Nashville. Yeah, Let's go. Nice. Get your ass we'll plan the trip. ASAP, dude. Um, in March. You can stay in my house. Perfect. I have a hey, bunch I, of places for you to visit. Hey, I'm willing. Perfect. Man, we miss you. We had such a fun time hanging out during the Raider Titans game and uh, look forward to seeing you again, my friend. So what, So give us your uh, give us your hot take, man. You always got the great takes. Tell us what you're thinking. I, I think it's just like one of those toxic relationship where it's just best for all parties. Mm-hmm. Let's just separate now before it just gets to, it's just, it's causing too much division. It's, it's like, okay, we've seen Carr at his height. And it's like, 
what else? It's like we're not gonna we're not gonna see any more improvement. We're seeing this thing, and I've been supporting Carr, but I've said even earlier this year, it's just hard to kind of root for him when you see him overthrowing passes and giving up on plays. And then when you look at the sideline, and you can tell nobody really has confidence in him. The only thing people really say is that he's a good guy and stuff. They you know they, they don't want to disrespect him because he's a good guy and stuff, but. You, you, you're not putting any fear going against Derek Carr. And it's just to that point, it's like, okay, all right, we see this. And then this game, this last game was just very clear that I've been watching. I appreciate everybody's been seeing every week, just overthrow, overthrow. And then when you see Devontae Adams with his body language leaving the field mm. on big third downs after Carr overthrew him on a second down, it just says it all. And it's like, like what do you do? Like, I love you. But it's like, hey, this is not a healthy relationship. That's a great take, Ty. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with yeah. that at all. I mean, that's, yeah, it's 100%. It's a total dichotomy of, of this, of Derek Carr's career. And, it, and it's like, you love what he does off the field. You love what he represents. You love how he, he represents Raider Nation. But then it's tough to get behind his play on yeah. the field, especially with like what you said, Jeff, a little bit ago. Like sometimes he's the, like literally looks like the best quarterback in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. And then sometimes he looks like the worst quarterback in the NFL. And it's been like that for the most part yeah. for nine seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? You know, if he wants to stay a Raider forever, then, you know, then if he gets cut, quits, retires or whatever, whatever, call Mark Davis. You know, if you love the Raiders, come work for him. <laughs> You know, go work you know in their, what? Go yeah. work that, in their, go work in their yeah. PR department. That wouldn't yeah. shock me, Michelle, is if we see Derek Carr become one of those legacy guys like Marcel Reese or like somebody like that that actually goes to work for the organization. Yeah. It wouldn't I'd shock me. I'd love to see that for, for mostly so he can get the love that I feel like he probably deserves. Deserves, For yeah. the, the time that he put in. I mean, listen, I know he was not what we thought he was going to be. He flashed such great. And then he really just shit the bed. Like the polarization of his play and his love off the field is really similar. Like it's, you see it. It's it's just so clear, but yeah, I'd love to see him get a a position where he can just kind of do something within the organization to and then he can really feel the love that Raider Nation really should be giving him. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying he, like, deserves it for his play, but for his loyalty. For, uh, there you go. There you, you know? go, yeah. Yeah, but I think that will really kind of only happen is he, like, really do, – I don't I don't think he's going to come back as a Raider. I think right. that's, it's just too much in for that. It's just to the point where it's – I don't think it would be right away. It'd probably be like a couple of years. Yes, down the line. sure. I agree. Oh, it ain't gonna be right for away. Sure. No, no, no. Yeah, no. no it's, it'll he'll be go like, have his fifth kid. I was gonna say, like, he'll back. go make a couple yeah. babies and then he'll be back. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be like, yeah, like five, ten years from now. That's that's <laughs> right. when we're talking. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Raider, man. Thank you for calling. Tyler, the man, dude. You're the best, man. Did you pull over? Well, I I got you on my Bluetooth. I'm headed to my neighborhood Chili's. Oh, oh, okay. Geez. What's the matter? Was Domenico's closed? <laughs> no, you know what? Um, well, sometimes you just got to get that baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> hey, listen. They got good margaritas. So that's all I know. Word. <laughs> my, my, my wife is actually a manager at a chili, so I'm oh. going to get some free food. Oh, oh nice. Oh, oh, speaking my language. That's the only thing better than Domenico's is hey, free food. That's right. Chicken that's soft right. tacos and spicy yeah, exactly. curly fries, man, for the win <laughs> right there. Absolutely. Hey, those are good. Hey, hey Tyler Raider, you, you rule, man. 
Hey, man, all love and respect you guys, man. Um, you know, everybody love each other, give each other a hug, you know. That's right. Um, this is not a time, especially this time of the year, you know, everybody's going to go to the new year. I always say just be the best that you can be. That's right. You know, That's don't, right. don't, whatever it is, shed it, all that hate, all that negativity, and negativity that everybody got, it's, it leaves nothing. Sit there, love your family, hug each other. And we're gonna get through this new year. Yes, right. All together. Let's go. There That's you go. go. Tyler, right. you're the best, man. Hey, Ty, let us know when you're in yeah, Nashville. For sure. We're gonna take heck, you out. Heck That's yeah. right. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm not even gonna tell my wife. We're just gonna show up. Oh yeah. Oh, um, good at idea. The, at the Dominicos. Let's just, go. We're gonna go to Nashville. And just, I'm like, hey, we're going to Dominicos. <laughs> Perfect. You guys are gonna be there. Hell yeah. Awesome, right man. On, Love it. Love it. Can't wait to see you, my friend. Yeah, we'll talk soon, brother. All righty, you guys have a good one. All right, you too. Good night. See you, buddy. All right, there's Tyler Rayner. Good, Tyler. Hey, how fun are we live calls? Okay, first of all, I didn't know if I'd like live calls, but that was fun. I like it. That was fun. Well, we might have to like really do that in the off season. Oh yeah, like yeah. that's where we can really lean we can in, lean, in on lean on, on doing live calls. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. All right, so Raider Nation. We love you guys so very, very much. Yeah. So much stuff going on this week. And uh, just appreciate everything you do for Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate the thumbs up. Appreciate the monetary donations. Appreciate last chance at the shirt. Get yeah, it. that shirt goes down, uh, gets taken off on Sunday. Sunday. On Sunday, 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 Sunday. <laughs> See Johnny in his Nitro Burning Funny Car and buy your Raiders Fan Radio t-shirt. Uh, we appreciate you very, very much and your support of the One Nation Foundation. Our live callers tonight, so we had uh, we had uh, CPA Joel yes. uh, called in. We had Sam Williams call yes. in. And then we had, of course, Ty Raider. We appreciate the live calls we took tonight. That was the first time we've really, really officially tried that. You're going to probably have to hit that outro button again. That's fine. Um, <laughs> appreciate you. Hope you all had a very, very Merry Christmas. Uh, happy. Well, not like shut it off in the middle of a thing, Jeff. Jeez. Way I just go, wanted to start it over. Way to go! Way to hit the brakes, dude. There should be a well, fade out in there talking. somewhere. Yeah, like give me a fade or like, something, yeah. a warning, or like call attention to a jackass. It'll, just go. It'll fade out we on its own. We could have gotten louder. I don't know. I feel like there was wow. Faded out of your talk right there when oh, it went quiet. <laughs> just do your thing. Well, that's, that's okay. Swag needle scratch. Oh, but um, all right, hot dog, <laughs> get your shit together and keep hot going. Dog. <laughs> We needed that. All right, so appreciate you very, Raider Nation. We love you guys very much. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Be safe out there. Love one another. And Raider Nation, man, look, I don't even know what to tell you. You guys, you heard enough of my opinion. I'm going to shut up and turn it over to our best friend and yours. Listen. Michelle. Happy New Year, Raider Nation. Things are hard. I know. They've been hard, but they're going to get good, and I I believe that. I have to believe it, or what the are we doing? So that's exactly hang in right. There. Love you guys. Take Absol- care. Absolutely, man. Hey, we thank you guys. <laughs> hey, 2022 is a badass year, bro. The Raiders may not have been good on the it's field, good but year. hey, you know what? Raiders fan radio was good off the yeah, field. Yeah, we bro. were. Oh. Thank you for the $10,000 donation Period. we were able to do to the Lickacoffs. 2022 was an epic success for Raiders fan radio and the yeah, One Nation Foundation. 2023 going to be even better, better. bro. Let's hey, go. Let's do the damn thing, man. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode episode 277 of Raiders Fan Radio where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't forget boys and girls what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Damn right it did. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Hey respect Coach Madden. R.I.P. Oh, we miss right. you. Yeah, we we miss you John. And respect Derek Carr. Yeah. 
We love you, bro. If you're watching. Adios, malingerers. Goodbye. How do I stop the darn thing? Just press. <laughs> Just press the damn button, nerd. Oh, yeah, there it is. <sighs> that was fun. That was fun. That was fun.